Welcome to the very first MMA edition of the Hangout Podcast. This is your host, Juan Hernandez. Alongside today, joining me, my co-host is uh, my very good friend and a confidant, fellow sports uh, junkie, if you want to, <laughs> if you want to call it that, uh, Adrian Rocha. Adrian, how's it going, man? I'm good, man. It's a little hot in here, but I'm good. Yeah, we, I, had to, I had to turn on the AC, um, the AC, the the heater, because my parents left out of town this morning and won't be back till after the new year. So it was pretty cold when I got when I got back home. Had to turn on the heater. Heater went up for I think it was about eighty two degrees. But <laughs> had to turn it off for a little bit just to kinda, you know, get get this whole thing started. So um we're here actually recording for those listening on YouTube. We're recording live on Facebook. Uh streaming on my page. Like like I have announced in a couple of in the last couple of days, uh, pumping out the show, I will be recording a series of episodes for the Hangout Podcast, extensions of the show. Um, like about six, six extensions you have planned? Somewhat, yeah. Let me adjust the volume over here real quick. I noticed the gain is kind of high, but uh, keep talking. <laughs> I don't know exactly what to say, but yeah, about six extensions. If y'all been keeping up with Juan on, the, on this, about, uh, was it MMA, uh, movies, uh music and a lot of other stuff he's got going on but hey stay tuned very interesting stuff very good stuff good quality and it's just it's just a lot of a see now i just i just this this is what i'm telling you i need my own engineer people listening to this thing are gonna be like god damn bro, your podcast sucks okay maybe it's the volume on this thing but uh I did want to kind of bring this back for the holidays since I was going to be off, uh, fortunately enough, once again for the holidays this year. Um, I did want to give the people out there, I know a lot of people are going to be out of town. Uh, a lot of people are going to be uh, at home with their families during this uh, Christmas, New Year's, end of the year type of thing, whatever you want to call it, whatever it is that you're doing. Um, I ain't doing Jack. You're not doing Jack. <laughs> We're drinking Jack right now, so... Hey, you're doing something. Yeah, that's true. So I kind of wanted to do this for the people out there. It's been almost five months going on six since I, I last did the last podcast with my friend uh, Randy Canales. And we on that podcast, we covered the Floyd Mayweather versus Conor McGregor fight extensively. And we, we I, I believe we did about half an hour on covering that fight. And it was actually a month before the fight actually took place. And that's kind of what I want to focus on this uh, extension of the podcast, the MMA edition, of course. I do want to not only talk about the UFC. I want to talk about Bellator. I want to talk about uh, Ryzen. Uh, what other organizations are out there? Uh, I think one in Brazil was a jung- Jungle FC, something like that. Something like that. I know Mexico has Combate Americas. Um right. And recently crowned a champion, by the way, about a, about a week ago. Really? Yeah, not entirely. I don't remember the actual name, but they recently crowned their crowned their first champions. Wow, I didn't even know that, and I should know that. <laughs> I don't know why I don't know that, but just just want to cover extensively, you know, the year in MMA in general. It's been a big year for MMA, especially in the UFC. As much as people want to trash the UFC for what they're doing now. I guess now they're going more, uh, what you would call it, commercial. They're being more commercialized. 
pay your fighters more. Yes. And that's actually something I want to talk about also that I was reading last night on uh, the whole Reebok deal. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's been a big year, man. Uh, I can't tell you off the top of my head all covering all the pay-per-views because I watch all of them. I buy all of them. I can't remember off the top of my head who fought on what card. Uh <clears throat> I can tell you maybe the last card was two was it two what two seventeen or two two seventeen. I'm drawing a blank here. I should probably pull up my phone or maybe pull it up on the laptop. Last pay per view wasn't that Bisping versus Pierre or was that there was one after that one? I remember Bisping versus Pierre. Yes, that was the that was actually the last one. GSP versus Bisping. Which was again, one of those things the UFC now is doing is actually doing Getting together these uh these money fights, where you're actually kind of lacking stars in the UFC, and you're trying to get all these uh really big fights to to put on. Yeah, you, where you where you're bringing down bringing down or bringing up from different weight classes to make this mega fight. Uh, what they're trying to what were they trying to do before? Was it uh? John John Jones going up or going down to fight somebody I forgot I forgot who it was I'm not entirely sure. You mean when he fought uh when he fought uh not when he fought Daniel Cormier did he? Or are you talking about something else? I think that they were trying to pick him up pick him up to heavyweight. What, what, what oh was? yeah yeah when uh he when he defeated Daniel Cormier, they were actually trying to get him up to heavyweight to fight Brock Lesnar. How's which, that going? <laughs> well, <laughs> in case you've been living under a rock. Which I'm sure the general public might be, you know, they uh, the, for the people out there listening, for the people out there watching on Facebook, you guys know how big of an MMA fan I am. I've been a fan since 2007, when I actually got off the the whole WWE wagon, which I'll get into later on. I'm but still in it. I'm still in it. You're man. still in it. I can I am to a certain extent, and I'll get to that later. But you know, I've been a big fan of MMA since 2007. And uh, came around the time when George St. Pierre was really big, uh, Forrest Griffin, um, fighters like that, BJ Penn, Matt Serra. And now... Uh, this guy got me in, Cain Velasquez. Cain Velasquez, <laughs> oh, yeah, he's he's really big. Still waiting for his comeback. So, but um, I lost my train of thought. What the hell were we talking about? I think we were... About John Jones going to yeah. heavyweight? yeah. Um, uh, UFC trying to make big money fights, bringing up or bringing down in weight classes, well, different fighters. Well, the whole thing with Brock was okay. He's still under contract with WWE, so they he kind of he I don't want to say kind of, but he calls them out after his fight against Cormier, in which he just uh, he brutally killed Cormier, definitely concussion city afterwards. <laughs> Um, he calls out Brock Lesnar afterwards, uh, saying that you know he wants to he wants to fight him next year. He don't he doesn't mind going to heavyweight and fighting him. I for what it, for what it was worth, you know that kind of got me a little excited to think, man, what would it would fight be like? John Jones versus Brock Lesnar for the heavyweight title? That'd be a you know another big price fight. There, to say the least. Yeah, there's that's that would that would that would have been a great a great uh fight card there. Um but now I think you're more probably getting could get that more in a 
Brock Le- in a Brock Lesnar area. In a Brock Lesnar area of a WWE other than UFC seeing us as I, I don't think they they ended in really good terms. And John Jones, well, I'm pretty sure everybody knows what he's up to now. Well, see, the thing with Brock is, for those of you that do know, I'm sure most of you guys probably know who Brock Lesnar is. Coming into the WWE as a young kid, he was, what, like in his early 20s when he when he first debuted in WWE? I think it was like around 20, 21, 22. Wow. So he was the, he, at one point, he was the youngest uh, champion in the, in the company. I think he became champion of, what, 22, 21 around that time? Man, I was still I was still in college at that age, <laughs> and this dude was already heavyweight champion of the WWE. But you know, this guy came in uh, instantly. I was a fan. You know, the guy was guy was a freak. Still was a freak in size, uh, strength, agility. It's it's one of those one in a million guys you get as far as a an athlete. You know, like a Conor McGregor, things like that, fighters like that. So. Brock comes in, has his run with the WWE, which is very short if you really think about it. Up until 2004, from 2002 to 2004, so just about what, two years, two years, yeah. That was three years if you count at, uh, at when he first. started. When he yeah. started, like 2001, 2002, his first run. Yeah. So he left the WWE on bad terms. Vikings. Um, Pursued an NFL career. Try to become he he even he even say, said that he wanted to be a you know want to be NFL player or whatever they didn't uh, was uh, dominated in the practice squad for the Minnesota Vikings which come to think of it you know it's a guy like Brock Lesnar that dude's that dude is huge but you put him against all the other guys in the practice squad he's just he looks tiny yeah for him to be dom- for a guy you see dominating uh, a ring we know it's fake to see him be dominating a practice squad just like it bl- it blows my mind to see those videos. How he, you see him in a this big monster, doing moving all these other people, and then you see him on the field, and that big monster just disappears, like it goes away. And have shortly afterwards, he started training in mixed martial arts, started training jujitsu, taking kickboxing classes. Ultimately, leading up to his debut in the UFC, in which he got completely uh, embarrassed by Frank Mir by getting submitted in the first round which of course you know like any rookie you know I'd probably get KO'd you know I'd probably get my head kicked in and you know probably quit shortly afterwards I'd probably do worse than uh what is it Aldo versus McGregor and just get knocked out <laughs> in 13 seconds yeah I'd probably be I'd probably be like I'm in about five seconds I'll give myself five seconds I'd probably give myself a little a little longer than that, but I'd probably go out you know, swinging. Uh, well, training, no training, so. Well, <laughs> training for me, training. Let me get it right, training. All right, all right. It, it, inconsistently, I'll, I'll I'll talk more about what what I'm talking, what we're talking about. But you know, it's we're getting to that era in the UFC where a lot of these money fights are being made, and. Your stars are pretty much not there. They're there, but, you know, it's only... You look at the card, it's only the main event, and then the whole card is shit. It's a shit card. Yeah. And then you, you look at other companies like Bellator, people jumping over to that ship now. I mean, they got they got all sorts of fighters over there, or what you would call has-beens. 
I think I think for that would probably be the way it's set up. Uh, I remember back when 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 you got me into UFC, mm-hmm. it was more. Um, there were more companies involved besides just one one sponsor. To say in this case, Reebok. Now everybody wears Reebok. Back in the day, you everybody was either they wore Affliction, they wore um, Everlast, they wore uh, MMA Elite. They were there like they actually had a chance of sponsorships. Where you see that in UFC now, and you go and you compare it to Bellator. Well, Bellator has that what they has that now, which would used to be at the UFC, and that's that, that's what I that's what I think one part has to do is. Okay, I get sponsorship. I get more sponsorships here, than I do here. So I'm gonna go here. I mean, probably the level of competition might go down, but they want to get paid. They want to get paid what they actually fight for. So I, well, that's my that's my thought about that. I'm not saying they're doing it just for the money, but I guess there's more possibilities of it at Bellator than at UFC right now. You know, you you forgot one, you forgot one sponsorship. You forgot one brand. Tap out. Yeah, tap out. You remember tap out? Yeah. <laughs> there was only one shirt. One shirt I actually had, and I'm probably gonna put these headphones on because I hear it much better with these. Um, tap out. <clears throat> tap out. <laughs> I remember having a. And you can actually see the picture up there. I have a picture where I'm wearing my little uh, tap out shirt with the Mexican colors on it, and it actually mm-hmm. had the Mexican flags on the sides of the mm-hmm. sleeve. So, <laughs> I wonder what happened to that shirt. Um, probably lost in the closet somewhere. Probably, my mom probably sold it somewhere. But uh, I'm trying to. I'm looking up uh the year in 2017 for the UFC as far as the major events that happened. Uh, and I'm going through right now. It's a lot of events. I'm still waiting on that CM Punk fight number two. Hopefully, I get it for 2018. And you know, we actually went to the UFCs. Uh, come to think of it, earlier this year. Yeah. Um, that was UFC fight night, uh, Bermudas versus the Korean Zombie, which took place the Saturday before the U- before the Super Bowl here in Houston. Which for that weekend, man, it was craziness. We actually went. Uh, I had actually gone the week before to the NFL experience mm-hmm. that they had at the convention center, mm-hmm. and man, I had a blast. They had just all sorts of things. If you're, I'm, I'm an NFL fan myself. Uh, not at heart, but I'm an NFL fan. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to see everything that they had there as far as Super Bowl-wise for, for Houston, I I vaguely remember the last one that was here uh, with the whole Janet Jackson. Uh, Janet, guess, Janet Jackson, Justin Timberlake. Yeah, uh, that, that whole incident, uh, that whole mal- war, wardrobe, wardrobe malfunction. malfunction. Not even drunk, but <laughs> I can't even say it. Wardrobe malfunction. Um, I vaguely remember they played. I believe it was the Patriots versus the Panthers. Yeah, for that game. So it was a Brady's what second memory. second ring. Was that Brady's second ring? I think so. I think so. Uh, I'm trying to go through. I don't want to make it seem like I'm. We're not uh, going in the conversation. I want to actually see how many people have actually tuned in. Uh, because it's actually showing me on the on the Facebook thing, on the iPad. Yes. Yeah, uh, just to give you an idea. Four or five. For the people watching on Facebook. Um, 
I have a pretty simple setup where streaming from I'm streaming from my iPad mini on Facebook Live. And of course I have my little setup here on my MacBook Pro, two mics, uh small M track M audio interface. Uh recently upgraded to see. I just bought this little shock mount and it's already going to waste. Uh recently upgraded my mic stands. Um plan on upgrading uh to a better mic stand over there and actually hopefully i can buy an additional microphone so when we have other guests come over we can actually instead of sharing the mic we can actually you know have an extra mic yeah which i'm planning to do for the end of the year episode but not to stray away from all that uh speaking of mma i was we were uh, we were talking about the the fight night that we went to which was just craziness because you see all sorts of people coming coming to Houston for the Super Bowl all sorts of celebrities uh I know Guy Fieri was there at one point who else was there I'm trying to remember it was so many so many people that were there uh I know I I ran into uh was the guy from the Texans with the with the dreads, there's like two or three Hopkins. Yeah, Hopkins. Yeah, I ran into him at the NFL Experience. He was actually walking behind me, and I believe it was the security guard or his people that he was with were saying, "Excuse me, excuse me." I'm thinking people are trying to pass through. Either security or entourage. Wait, one of those two. Probably entourage. <laughs> Hashtag no racist. Uh, <laughs> for those of you who got that joke, but. People are going to start tuning tuning out now, being racist on this podcast. But nonetheless, I moved out of the way thinking it was somebody trying to get, get in the way, you know, trying to pass through. And I turned around and I, I told my dad, hey, it's uh, it's uh, Hopkins. Hopkins. <laughs> I know that, uh, that's the guy from TV, <laughs> the guy that plays on TV. And uh, a couple people saw him because everybody was in line to play their own little games. And uh, participate in all the activities that they had. I didn't want to make too much of it. Go up to him and actually get tackled by one of his uh one of his members. <laughs> but uh, I just said, man, that's that's pretty cool. And he was pretty pretty cool about about it. People said hi to him. He shook hands, whatnot. And that was pretty much my uh, NFL experience <laughs> <laughs> up to that point. But it was a lot of fun, man. I, I we got to look around the whole convention center. They had a whole whole setup of a they had a big football field where kids were playing around. They had uh actually replicas of their locker rooms where they put they have their jerseys and their shoes. Uh what else did they have? I'm trying to think of other things. They were selling uh memorabilia. Yeah. I guess stuff that they were auctioning off. Pretty uh pretty affordable for collectibles. Uh, Tony Romo jerseys, um, Troy Aikman jerseys, signed jerseys, to say the least. Um, things like that. But that that weekend was was just off the chain, like they say. <laughs> it was amazing. We went to the UFC the, the night before the Super Bowl. Because there was no way we were going to the Super Bowl. No, no, not at all. No, I don't, I'm not rich, so... 
uh, they had a pretty good card. We were there for, I want to say we were there for most of the card. I know we saw um, Curtis Blades fight uh, Milst Adam Milstead. I don't know if you remember that guy that uh, Blades was on top of him. He was pretty much bear hugging him the whole fight. Mm. And from too much pressure the guy was giving, uh, Milstead's knee actually gave out. You can see it pop, yeah. popping out and just ending the fight automatically. That one was the I even heard it. I was like, wow, this is... Am I going to reconsider your career in MMA, Juan? That is not for you. Especially when you have minimal training in jiu-jitsu, which I will get to shortly. That's why you go every week. Yes. Well, you're supposed to go. Not once every, every two months or three months. You know, I have things to do, man. <laughs> it's not an excuse. But it was a pretty good card. I know Jessica, I'm reading the card. Jessica Andrade was fought in that card. OSP against Ozdemir. Alexa, your girl, Alexa Grasso, which I uh, you be, uh, turned me on to. I've been, I've been following I've been following her fights ever since. This chick is twenty four years old. Alexa Grasso, if you're listening, fans, hey, <laughs> single. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to put it out there. <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. Um, born in Guadalajara, Jalisco, Mexico. Love her even more. Hey, Paisa. Paisa way. Orale. Yeah. Um, she fought in Invicta for a little while. I think she goes back and forth. Can you imagine her uh, fighting somebody like uh, Paige Van Zant? That'd be tough. That would be a tough one to root for because I'm actually a fan of both. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big fan of uh, what do they call her? Twelve Gauge. Yes. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Twelve Gauge Paige. Van Zant, both are good fighters, but man, that was a good card, man. I had a lot of fun for it to be a fight night. I said, man, you know what? I don't care if it's a fight night. I'm that big of a fan. I'm going, especially Super Bowl weekend. You know, I'm there. Um, I'm going back to the list of the major UFC events, and you know, I order. You know, I order these yeah. every time. I haven't missed one since twenty. I've been watching them. Back to back since 2015, so it's almost three years. Jesus mm -hmm. Christ, three going if eight, you, three going four. If you add the number of uh, pay per views from 2015, I would say the end of 2015 to the end of this year, and just multiply that by 65 or 70. Yeah, I spent a lot of money on these pay per views. <laughs> But of course, I'm a big fan, so you know. It, and I, I started doing this because, you know, it, it gets rid of the hassle of going to watch it somewhere, having to go early to. Nine times out of ten, we'll go to Twin Peaks to watch it, off of. Uh, I'm not gonna say where, cause then people. I mean, it's not like nobody's gonna go. It's like different ones. Hunt, hunt us down, but we go to Twin Peaks to watch these events. Uh, at times, boxing events. Um, or fast studies. Or Fast Daddies, and most recently they started uh, for the for the World Series, uh, the Houston Astros games. That sounds crazy. Which I'll probably get into this episode, maybe just a little bit. If not, we can always cover it next weekend when we start recording the end of the year podcast. Um, but it really gets rid of the hassle of going somewhere to watch it because you have to 
of course, like you guys that go with me, I always go, I always text you guys at least two or three days early. Hey, man, I'm thinking of going to watch the UFC. This was before I started ordering them. Going to watch the UFC at uh, Twin Peaks or mm-hmm. we're going to Fast Eddie's to watch it. Uh, usually you guys will hit me back right away, either the day before or the day of. Hey, I'm, I'm down. Okay, you know, if I'm working, I get off at this time or... If I'm not working, if I'm if my mom will try to go early. And it got to the point where, you know, I started working and making my own little money. And, and uh eventually just started ordering these ordering these pay per views on the on the UFC app. And then just streaming it on the Apple T V through my Wi Fi. Mm-hmm. Which takes away the hassle when you got a when you got a uh LED smart T V for your own convenience, hook it up to your smart, uh, s- smart, smart board, <laughs> smart board. Oh, we in class now, <laughs> man. I'm I'm all over the place tonight. Hook it up to your little soundbar if you have one. I have a pretty basic one, LG soundbar. Have your little Apple TV hooked in. Hey, you're good to go with a good Wi-Fi connection, man. Have a couple drinks, and I really, I more, rarely do I drink for these events. I think the the first event I actually drank for was the 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 Floyd Mayweather Conor McGregor fight, which I'll we'll start talking about in a little, in just a sec. But that's pretty much my main setup as far as and I know I went from my podcast setup to the, you know my TV setup in a short amount of time. It might sound like I'm all over the place for this podcast, but hey, whatever, you know. Soon, turn turn this off if you don't like it, or <laughs> keep listening. But I really do need to catch up on on these TVs and these uh, new upgrades that they're coming out because now they're coming out with 4K TVs, 4K Ultra, uh, 4K Apple TV, PS4 with 4K. I mean, I'm barely catching up to the whole Blu-ray uh, uh, wave, which is now kind of deteriorating. But that was pretty. That's pretty much my main uh, my main setup as far as here at home. And if you guys can't make it over, I usually just end up watching these either by myself or with my dad. And it just like I said, it takes away the hassle of going somewhere to watch it because you don't have to deal with traffic, traffic, or... parking, uh, people in general. Sometimes people have a little too much to drink. Yeah. Uh, they'll start being rude to the waitresses, which is something you don't want to do with Twin Peaks. You know, as much as, you know, as look, as much as people go there to look at the girls and stuff. Come on, guys, you know, have a little more class. These girls are working just like any other waitress, only with less clothing <laughs> and more themes added to their uh, to their whole restaurant deal, whether it's Christmas like that right now. Black Friday, back to school, you name it. They have a theme for everything. Uh, Easter. Do they have one for Easter? I don't think so. I've been to Twin Peaks too much. <laughs> <laughs> have these actually memorized. I can't remember. I can't remember. A, they have the spring, the spring one. A single title fight. They have a spring one. Halloween. Halloween. Christmas. Christmas. Fourth uh, of July. Anywho, enough talking about these women. Not because we remember it, but because there's emails and there's promotions. We frequent it a lot. <laughs> because we went a little bit too too a little bit too many times throughout different weekends. And it might be a little cheaper when you think about it. 
going to see these fights because you're only paying at the most twenty dollars for your food overall. But again, without dessert, without dessert. But again, you're dealing with all the, all that hassle, and it's and as you get older, and then I might I'm saying this like I'm getting older, but as you do get older, uh, you don't want to deal with that crap. At first, when I started going and watching these fights with Randy, we used to go to Twin Peaks. I remember the first couple times we started going, most times we were standing up just watching these fights, dude. I went from, it's like they say, paying your dues, from standing up watching these fights to watching it in the comfort of my own home. Because I couldn't afford it back then. I could barely afford to go. We'd have to sometimes split the the cost of parking and... (laughs) Uh, most times we'd cover our food, but man, it's, you know, little by little, you eventually get where you want to be. So enough chit chat about all that nonsense that we just talked about (laughs) and moving on to these events for the year. I'm not going to run through all of them because it's a lot of them. I just want to run through the main cards. The main pay-per-views, mm. main cards. I'm saying like every event has main cards. I want to run through the main pay-per-views, uh, and some of them were very, very shitty to say the least. I, I I've been surprised by a couple where I was, I'm like, man, that was a shit card. Yeah. Whereas other times I was like, damn, that was a pretty badass card. I think like, I think the ones that you least expect are the ones that surprise you the most. Yeah, like the GSP Bisping one. That was a all three titles changed hands on that in that card for the main co main and co main. Uh, I'm looking at the card right now. Uh, that wasn't a good card. <laughs> I'm not even gonna mention it, but okay. They had UFC 209, which was the Woodley Thompson rematch. I gotta say, man, I watched the first fight. That was one hell of a fight. I think the rematch was way too soon. Because Tyron Woodley fought that fight like anybody else would have. Like I would have just on the defensive, not just being smart about it, not, you know, going too much on offense, just picking apart Thompson mm-hmm. during the whole fight. Needless to say, that card sucked. Of course, like any other fan, I'm always expecting a knockout, a TKO, a submission. Um, yeah, you're not, you're, you're not really expecting any more like going the distance, going all no, three rounds or championship you know, rounds. And I understand and having been training jiu-jitsu for this little amount of time, I understand what these guys go through and what it takes to to get to that point. Not necessarily saying it's because you know I I have never fought in the UFC in MMA in general, but I understand why these guys fight the way they fight. You know they don't want to. The general fan always wants a knockout because you know it's who doesn't want to see a knockout. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, realistically, you know that's another person's health we're talking about. Granted, it comes with the job. Granted, you know they wear gloves. They wear gloves. Granted, people say it's less dangerous than boxing, which I, you know, I, hey, I'm still, people say that. I'm not saying that it's less dangerous. I'm just saying, but, you know, these guys go through a lot and for people to start criticizing, hey, it might sound like I'm criticizing them now, but for, for people to just go online and spread all that hate, spew all that hate, 
and say, you know, man, you suck. Uh, you should vacate your title. And, oh, you know, Daniel Cormier, you, I was like, why, man? Like, what the hell? Like, I'd like to see you get in the octagon someday and, you know, go toe-to-toe with Daniel Cormier. I wouldn't. I'll you t- could pay me a million bucks. I'll take the loss. <laughs> I'll take the, I'll take the, I'll take the, he can, he can take the victory for, uh, for um, not showing up. I won't show up. Actually, you know what? I'll take that million bucks. <laughs> even if, if you, even if it takes one concussion, I'll probably take it. But no, it's when when you're realistic about it, and like myself, at times I've toyed with the idea of man, what would it be like to you know be a be a fighter as a as a career? And I've listened to several podcasts, you know, Joe Rogan's podcast, uh, Big Brown Breakdown with Brendan Schaub, and these guys talk about the lifespans of a, of a fighter. Not too long. You're talking two to three years. Five to eight if you're lucky. But that's... Uh, what are you going to do after that? What, are you going to start your own podcast? <laughs> that's what mostly everybody's doing now. You're going you're gonna to start your own... You're going to open up your own gym. Gyms are like- very bad bad investment. But when you really think about it, if you make a name for yourself, yeah, you can get a lot, a lot of traction going. I'm sure Conor McGregor has a lot of investments lined up for him right now especially after that last fight he had yeah and i'm we're leading (laughs) up to that fight i really want to build up to that fight i just want to see if there's anything i want to talk about here oh when cormier fought uh, rumble johnson for the second time Mm. and he beat him the exact same way he beat him for the first fight wow that was just goes on to show you you know dc for as much as people boo him you know, I'm a big fan of DC. Really good on commentary too. Uh, a lot of U- UFC on Fox cards that they had. I don't know if you saw the Stipe versus uh, Junior Dos Santos. Did you see that one? Uh, I think I skipped on that. I that think was, I skipped that one. Yeah, that was UFC 211 in Dallas. That was during the summer. He. Uh, didn't Dos Santos lose that one? Yeah, TKO punches. You know, Dos Santos needs to kind of reevaluate himself at this point. <laughs> he's been, and I only say that because he's been taking too many losses. And for if you're a fighter, and if I were a fighter, if I know I'm up 0 and 5, get up to 0 and 7, I think it's time to call it quits. <laughs> Yeah, especially if you go up to maybe all maybe all in four, all in five, you might want to reevaluate your career, because that's, and especially if you're losing by KO or TKO, even submission, that's uh, that's too much. That's too much on uh, impact on your health. CTE is very common, not only now in football but in boxing, MMA. It's very dangerous. It's a dangerous sport. I think all sports have their dangers, um, but like right now, the sports that we're watching right now, TV, we're kind of watching. They they all have their health risks. I get you could say, um, talking about span span of fighters. I think if you get late into the game, um, you're probably looking for what two, three, three years, two, three, four years of a career. CM Punk. Yeah, like well, how old is he? 30. He's about thirty-seven, maybe thirty-eight. So I, I, I might be wrong, but he's in his late thirties. 
He's only got what one fight. Get one fight was a loss to Mickey with Mickey Gao. Mickey Gao. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing his last name correctly. Listen, if for a second you people thought, and I might have said it joking around, and the people that I was texting, yeah, you know, my boy CM Punk's gonna. I can't wait for this fight. If you guys actually took me seriously there for for a moment there, man, you you were played big time, because. <laughs> Not for one moment that I think that this guy was going to actually, not to bring his hopes down or anything, but come on, come on, guy. You're, you're. I thought it was going to last longer. I, that's, that's, that's as far as I go, just last longer. I don't, I don't, I'm not saying he was actually going to win, but uh, I'd say I thought he was going to last a little bit longer than what he did. Okay, does he have the star power? Sure, he has the star power. He is CM Punk, you know, the pipe pipe bomb dropper, whatever you want to call him. Because he's actually fighting with the name he made famous. He's not he's not fighting under Phil Brooks. The card didn't say Phil Brooks versus Mickey Gall. It said CM Punk. So I guess money wise, people tuned in tuned in because of that name. Yeah, uh, he has the fame is there. The draw is there. Well, the, especially what he got paid even for losing it's there but when you break it down to his background okay being a WWE champion does not qualify as a legit credential in the UFC I'm sorry as much of a fan I am of CM Punk CM Punk yes, CM Punk. yes. no he has really good promo skills but it's amazing on the mic when you break it down to background, okay. You train jujitsu, okay. For like what, ten months? You only earn one stripe on your white belt. I don't even have any stripes on my white belt, but that's you know, it, it's a progression. But slow progression. Slow progression. But and it takes dedication too. But when you're fighting against a brown belt, which is one, two, three, almost three ranks, three to four ranks above you, you're going to get killed. Yeah, we're talking about a guy who's actually fought. Figuratively. Who's fought. I'm not, I'm not sure if that was what it, that was his second fight in UFC or first fight in UFC for Mickey Gall. Mickey Gall. I want to say it was his second fight, second and, or third fight. And f- fights overall, what, five, six? Mm-hmm. So... You're looking at experience, like you, you, like you said, we're basing on experience. You're looking at a guy who has been training in mixed martial arts for what his short his his short life. What is he like? Twenty four, twenty. He's a young kid. Okay, when you add a, and you have a guy, you have who's, a young kid with, you know, that much athleticism at that age. You know, you're peaking around that age. And you have and you have a guy at thirty. What he got into UFC? What thirty five, thirty six, who trained. And his goal was to be a professional wrestler because that's what he called it, professional wrestler, not sports entertainer. I mean, people want to say, well, Brock Lesnar did this. Well, yeah, but Brock Lesnar had a, uh, a a collegiate wrestling background, which is which which helps a lot when you move to MMA because there's grappling involved, and and that helps a lot of the a lot of the fighters have collegiate wrestling backgrounds. But CM Punk had none of that. CM Punk came in as a former WWE superstar, former Ring of Honor superstar. I think he had like a small stint on TNA. Was it like he just showed up like one fight? You're also forgetting 
the main thing that Brock Lesnar had, which I'm sure CM Punk had also, which was steroids. That too. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, it's a very common thing in in the WWE that yeah. these guys. Uh, Every time when they leave when they leave the WWE, somehow they just mysteriously slim down. Yeah, just look at CM Punk. I mean, come on. But again, you know, you're going up against the brown belt, and I've and I've actually you know had the opportunity to roll with higher belts than me, blue belts. Um, How'd that go? Brown belts, purple belts, even my professor. How'd that go? Oh my goodness, that was. It's like it's like you're asking for it. <laughs> it's it's just a bad idea because they know, especially if they're higher ranked than you, they know your every move, every next move that you're gonna do. If you're gonna go for an onboard, they know how to reverse that, or they know how to slip into something you know completely different. And I always tell the story of my when my professor, uh, I rolled w- with him one time, and he was manhandling me with one hand i want to say it was his left hand his weak hand Mm -hmm. and just had my uniform the lapel over my face while i was on my back and i just couldn't i couldn't see anything i couldn't move i tried moving but it was so dark and you know i had never felt anything like that and i was like wow you have no choice but to tap because you're being choked at the same time i'm sorry about laughing it's just the mental image of that it's like if you get if you, if he's if he's manhandling you with what he would you say his is his weak arm it's just the mental image like okay if he if you have a little bit of training going well my bad a little bit of training and, and not only that but you know my professor is i'd say almost double my size and maybe i don't want to say slightly taller than me but he is taller than me he's considered a heavyweight mm. <laughs> when I remember one time he was showing a technique also. He actually sat on my chest. Oh, my God. that That's just some pain. that I've never had, you know, somebody, and I know it sounds wrong for people to be sitting on your chest, but he was demonstrating a technique. He actually sat on my chest. I'm like, dude, <laughs> I'm thinking, oh, my God, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass out here. I can't breathe. <laughs> but that just goes on to show you the distinction between a black belt brown belt a purple belt even a blue belt or even a, a white belt with higher with more stripes than you and that that doesn't go on to say that you know they're better than you because i know i've heard and i've read of a uh, brown belt submitting black belts and that doesn't mean that he's better than the black belt it just means that you know he had the he had a better night he had a better night of course the black belt is way high even the ones that with the higher degrees the with the red belt i think they all go all the way up to that with people like hickson and all of them but it goes on to show you man uh in the era of of like brendan shop likes to call it the the money fight era the wwe era of the ufc it's just i can't help but laugh when he talks about that but you you'll have your draws like cm punk and I I last heard that he earned his blue belt. Really? Yeah. So he's he's been trained like I'm sure I know people haven't heard from him. I haven't heard from him at all. But this goes on goes on to show you the dedication that this guy has and willing to improve and that's something that I can really I can totally respect because at the end of the day kudos for him for 
stepping into that octagon that takes balls man i yeah i can't imagine myself walking down that aisle and you know just fear <laughs> have my opponent smell fear but it's just something that you know you just you have to train for like anything else football baseball yeah. i still even think performing sh- music yeah i still think he should have gone the different road which start in a smaller company or one of the uh sister, so sister companies that ufc is affiliated with probably start there and then go to usc but like we like you said before it's the draw yeah so and you're being thrown into the woes at, at that point it's like if you throw me in there right now oh, okay what training do you have mm-hmm. well i'm only white belt with no stripes <laughs> oh okay let me just you know punch your face in see how that goes granted i'll get my i'll get my re- little reebok money with my little reebok shoes and but it's it's not worth it in the end, and a lot of people were criticizing him for that. You should have started somewhere locally, amateur at least, work your way up to to the big the big brass of the UFC. But like I said, it's these it's money now at yeah. this point, and that and that can be compared. I guess I don't wanna, I don't want to say uh, directly with that, but you criticize we well, I kind of criticize him too a little bit. CM Punk for going straight to UFC. I was first of all, I was shocked when they announced it when he showed up on USC broadcasting as a their 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 new their new signee. Uh, and then other people, those probably those same people that criticize CM Punk for signing with UFC, going straight to the big company, to the big directly there, and to a, what was it? He debuted in a pay per view, right? Was it a pay per view? CM Punk. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was, uh, I can't remember the pay-per-view off the top of my head. He was like the third third from the main event. Yeah, well, he did. De- I, I want to say it was, uh, uh, damn, I'm blanking out right now. Uh, well, he de- well, well, he debuted in a, a, at a pay-per-view in the USC. They criticized him for that. And then probably these same people, I was still criti- criticizing this for happening, like Conor McGregor going to boxing, going straight for the big- the biggest name there is. On, on in Floyd Mayweather, so I guess I'm not saying you can directly compare it to that, but if you if you applaud, oh, well, McGregor did this and fought this. I think we should get we should get we should have given CM Punk more of a chance then, even though we was even though we like we said like that he stood no chance, but at least give him like well at least he at least he he took that step he take he took that challenge and went straight to the UFC. And straight into a pay per view, not 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 a not the main not the main fight, but third third fights from the main event away, something like that was it the for like the first fight in the main card. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess I, we give him pro- we sh- we should give him props for that. Uh, like you said, if he if he recently re- got his blue belt, that means well, that means for me, I guess I could expect a better fight from him in his next fight. Hopefully, he actually gets the victory this time. I'm I'm still rooting for CM Punk. I don't. I, well, I, well, it doesn't matter who he fights. I'm still rooting for CM Punk. And if he's still with the UFC, I'd I'd put him on a, I'd put him on a Fox card. UFC on Fox, you know, that'd be a good way to, don't just put him in there and, and then have him get mauled. I mean, it was just a matter of seconds where, uh, he shot fairly quickly. Mickey God just did a double double leg takedown like that and 
uh, you see Punk trying to land. If you watch the fight, trying to land his shots here and there, and then just Mickey Gall just raining shots mm-hmm. at him, just boom, boom, boom. And uh, you can see Punk squirming around, and uh, eventually gave up his back and got submitted via rear naked choke. Yeah. And, and if you didn't see the fight, there's always they the think what was it in WWE was it. Ziggler and the Miz, they recreated that fight for like the first part of their of their of their match. They recreated CM Punk's performance. They actually did everything that happened in that fight. They did it for like the first five minutes of the, of their match. They did. I, how did I miss that? I think what things. Oh, uh, I think it was like yeah. the the day the day after that UFC happened or the week oh, after okay, it. Okay. They they did a match and they they put the and i think it's on youtube also they put the video back uh side to side everything that mickey gall and cm punk did ziggler and uh i think the miss did the same exact same thing wow that's uh that's funny <laughs> that's that, that actually is funny um but yeah man i put, I put him on a, and and for those people listening out there this is just us bullshitting about this you know we're not uh, we don't claim to be experts as much of a fan as I am, as much of a fan as Adrian is. Uh, we're just, you know, we're just talking. We're just, this we're, is just we're just sports fans talking. Know, we're just fans, you know, just, and this is what sparks up the debate. You know, he might, Adrian, you might like a fighter and I might not necessarily like him or. Uh, let's, I'll, I'll put, I'll put an example. I'm not a big fan of, of uh, Conor McGregor's trash talk. What? I'm a, but I'm a fan of his fights. What? I'm a fan of his fighting. How I'm, dare you, sir? I'm not a fan of of the trash talk. How but, dare you say that? <laughs> but I'm a fan of 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 the way he fights. Oh, here we go. This is what you want to hear, folks. <laughs> Actually, us going, we're gonna start fighting on this podcast. I'm a, like I said, I'm not a fan of the trash talks. I'm not a fan. I guess I'm not a fan of his trash talk. It's like too, it's is a is a corny. thing where you were. I don't want to say. Let corny. me tell you something, brother. <laughs> I don't want to say like for me it's. Is a typical is a typical conversation where people the debate that they have, whether it's arrogance or confidence. Uh, McGregor might come at this with it's all confidence, and but it depends on the people on how they perceive it. I at times do recognize the confidence in him, but then just somehow his choice, some of his choice of words just come out arrogantly and. What would add to that for me? What adds to that arrogance is the body language when you start talking. Okay, like or I'll give you the instance. Okay. Um, you remember that that press? What, what that I forgot for what UFC event was it? That press conference when, like, I think was it a Cowboy Cerrone that told him that he'll 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 go down in weight class and fight him. I think McGregor just turned around. Didn't he? He didn't even turn around. No, he just went straight. Was, uh, I forgot. I, I'm not I'm like. Well, I know, I'm not entirely sure who it was. Uh, Ty- Tyron Woodley. Yeah. Was, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And McGregor didn't even turn around when he said it. He just went, "Who the fuck is that guy?" And then he turned around. Oh no, no! You talking about the uh, press guy? I was talking about a, a whole different video that I saw backstage. Oh, that was. I'm talking about the. Uh, okay. uh, the I think. Oh, they, the one where they were hyping up the. I think it was the MSG card. Yeah, might have been that. I think they had like uh, a lot of different fight champions there, and I think I forgot who he was talking about. I think Dos Santos that he that didn't want to fight him or go down in weight class or go up in weight class. I ain't gonna lie though, did you know who that guy was? <laughs> I just I had no idea who that guy was. 
I just saw the. I'm just I, I just saw the I'm video just, of. I'm just saying. Of it. Um, I'm not again. I'm not. A, I'm not. I'm not deep fan of UFC. I've occasionally watched it. I do. I do catch the fight cards that come out on, on Fox or Fox Deportes. I get the prelims on Fox Deportes, so I tune into that. And one of the things was that they they talked about for me. Like I said, going back to the topic, I'm not a fan of the trash talk of McGregor. I'm a fan of the fighter McGregor. I'm not a fan of the trash talker Conor McGregor. But you, but man, it, it's 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 hilarious when you think when you think about everything that's been said, everything everything that he says, and then he shuts you, everybody up when he goes into it, and then he actually does what he's saying. When he's you, but do. when you put him up against somebody like like uh, uh, maybe like Cody Garbrandt or some somebody like that. And you hear their trash talking. It's like, damn, these guys are trying so hard. It sounds so corny, but when he says it, it's like it just comes naturally. It's just like, hey, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna rip your fucking head off. And <clears throat> and uh, um, what else did he say to what's his name? You're not gonna do shit to uh, McGregor. You're not gonna do shit to McGregor to Mayweather. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's it's just it's just the way. And and you see the pattern now, people copying him doing the trash talk and you and and you know like i know they do this to sell these fights and it works promos because people Shoots. people buy again going into this whole wwe era of of, of the ufc people buy these pay-per-views hey i buy them all the time <laughs> i'm sold um a guy like biz michael bisming he's a good trash talker too and he backs it up as much as he can up until that moment where he gets choked out and then accepts a fight two weeks, two three weeks later, and gets brutally killed once again. Michael Bisping, what are you doing? He just wants to fight. I. Uh, he just wants to fight. Money. That's. I it. mean, that's that's all it is, man. Because you know, you if you risk, you want to risk your health like that. But I do want to talk about the Mayweather McGregor fight uh, before we end this podcast. But I want to run run through a couple of these pay per views real quickly, and then we'll end with the before we end with the. Mayweather McGregor fight. Uh, I kind of want to preview um, the year that's coming up in the UFC. And I know we said we were going to talk about Bellator and uh, Ryzen and all these other companies. It's a lot of stuff, though. It's just a lot of stuff to cover. And I really do want to keep it under one hour. We're coming up to 55 minutes right now. But it's just a lot of stuff to cover, man. And if, if I can actually get down to do a, do this podcast regularly... I can do that. Maybe pump out an episode per week. And I probably will do that during the holidays when I have a little bit more free time. And just when I finally to get my own little space to actually record these podcasts. Uh, I do want to preview. Oh, and boxing too, man. We definitely missed the boat on that. But we can always talk about that. And I know our end of the year podcast is coming up. We can always talk about that on on there. Which that one will probably run up to maybe an hour and a half, clocking in at almost two hours, maybe even three. Who knows? But and we'll we be have- watching the we'll be watching the UFC during that time. Uh, we'll be partaking in the festivities. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I wanted to, I wanted to get your your thought on that cyborg cyborg or home. Can we? Uh, can we? I don't want to say I want to skip that, but I want to really. Uh, <laughs> That's put, right. That's put okay. that on hold for now. John Jones versus Cormier was a hell of a fight. 
up until the point where John Jones gets busted for steroids once again. But John Jones still told Cormier. He told him his game, his fight plan. Cormier still fell for it. Isn't it funny, though, how he said, yeah, I beat you up while I was on cocaine. Well, you're supposed to beat him up while you're cocaine. You're, you're hard to take down on coke. <laughs> yeah, I mean. But. That's the, that's the is, one thing for me. Like, is DC the the was DC always the better fighter? Because Jones, you know, all, all these times was getting busted for. Wasn't wasn't he one? Wasn't Jones one time on marijuana? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, all these times it's like he wins and then he's, he gets busted for something. That the whole incident where he crashed his car and ran away, mm-hmm. uh, he got stripped of the belt. And then this fight, this rematch, ends up getting overturned. No contest. I mean, come on, dude. I'm like, what the hell? They're offering you. They offer you this big comeback story. With a big possibility of a bigger fight. Bigger fight. A shit ton of money. With a possibility of a, of course, a trilogy. Trilogy fight. Yeah, the trilogy fight's still gonna happen. They're just gonna. Do more of a. I don't know, man. They're, they're talking about a four four year ban for for John Jones. Hey, John Jones, WWE. He's getting. Hey, maybe they can do Lesnar and Jones. At they have. WWE. They have a lot. They have a. Uh, a I don't want to put well, clash of champions. John Jones versus Brock Lesnar. I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, <laughs> WrestleMania. Or, or SummerSlam. If you don't. If you don't. If you don't want to put WrestleMania up in there with that SummerSlam. Uh, like I said. Uh. If they do make a Cormier versus Jones again, I think the the drug the the drug testing should be more sh- more strict. I'm not sure what what kind of procedures they have, what kind of testing they have. Think they're sup- think they're supposed to have had uh, Olympic style testing, like they do. You, they they sometimes do con- sign contracts for boxing. Some fighters actually ask for Olympic style uh, drug testing. Uh, this like. Don't get startled, people. I'm actually. I want to see. Uh, He's trying to see who's who who who's who's who tuned in, who's tuning yeah, in. I just want to thank the people, and I know I'm off mic right now, but I want to thank the people that have been joining in the conversation. I know nobody's asked there, and I see this little red thing right here. I'm gonna actually hit it for a minute. <laughs> like you were saying uh yeah like i said uh if they do make the john the jones cormier fight again the third was the third time they they will knowing that you know we're again I, in this uh, i insist in a era. a olympic style drug testing po- drug, drug testing policy thing i think like i said they do it in boxing i think mayweather did it tried it and did it for the mayweather and pacquiao did it for their fight was it uh, they tested once every once every month per, throughout the process of leading up to the fight then the week before the fight the day before the fight and the day of the fight they did uh urine 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 testing for for any substances that they might they might have used or they shouldn't have used or they if any if any if any if any yeah so i'm thinking to avoid that problem with Jones, mostly in this case for Jones, probably that, because 
you hear about different drug testing policies they have. I think the the least strict one, and it's uh, and it's been like that for years, probably decades. Wrestling, they've had. I think they've had the worst drug test policy. They they and they say they're they they're on they're 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 doing the the correct version of it. Well, they only get suspended for like thirty days. It depends on the name. <laughs> depends if it's, a, th- if it's a big name, yeah, I saw. They'll, they'll probably sweep it under the rug with with a oh he got injured during a during yeah. a show or yeah, something he got like sick. that. <laughs> I'll give you an example. I think was it Randy Orton? He broke the policy what twice, three times, and he's still in contract. You know they're not gonna let him go. <laughs> he's a big name. That's all they got. Um, but they really have, as far as the testing goes, they really try to clean up the sport as much as they can with USADA coming in and uh, Jeff Nowinski coming in. And I know you see sometimes there's waves of people getting popped left and right, left and right. But it's for the good of the sport. They're actually looking out for these these guys. You know, how many times have you heard of people doing steroids and you know having numerous health effects afterwards or even getting KO'd or you see a guy like Vitor Belfort. I don't know if you've compared him throughout the years, but man, he's horrible dad bod on him uh, from what he used to look like not even four years ago. You know, um, I'm just saying, you know, I think I still look pretty good f- from four years ago. Decent, you know, not overweight, not too skinny. I kept my shape. I keep my shape. Yeah, but in, if you're taking, if you're taking stero- uh, testosterone or TRT, whatever you, whatever these guys take, uh, and it's being administered to the point where you need it to help you fight. Then, That's you a know, question. And does then it you get off? Does it change the fact that some of these actually come from a doctor? Does Does that change uh, whether it's right or wrong? Uh, some of these actually do come supp- supposedly from pre- prescriptions. Most of them do. I'm not gonna say, and I'm again, I'm not a, I'm not a medical expert. Uh, this is just stuff that I've read online and stuff that has, that I've heard about in the last year, couple years or so. But these are things that are monitored. I'm, I'm just assuming they're monitored closely by doctors because. I don't. You can't just go to to a CVS or a Walgreens and buy some TRT. I don't know. Can you? I've, actually, <laughs> I've never actually tried looking for that stuff. But it's not just something you can get over the counter, yeah. like a Advil or a Nyquil. Yeah, I think they're actually prescribed. So, but again, like you're saying, they're pres- prescribed. Who's to say some of these guys aren't taking more than they should? Yeah, that that's but that's where that's where it gets to think. You they give you a certain amount. Let's say they give you thirty pills, take only one per day. Okay, let's say in this instance, uh, the one the one that's I'm not I'm not sure if it's banned under the US USADA painkillers. If they're used for a fighter before a fight, he gets somehow 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 has pain before like a two weeks before the fight, and he takes painkillers, and they somehow show up. A trace of that in his urine sample. Are they? Is that still illegal? Wikipedia, help us out. Because <laughs> <laughs> they actually, they actually, uh, they actually released a list of uh, medications that are actually banned, substances that are banned. Uh, 
per USADA, per the U, for the UFC. Um, thank you, Mr. Lance Armstrong, for that. <laughs> but, I mean, very well known that Lance Armstrong was one of the number one cyclists in the world. Come to find out, he was on... Uh, Wasn't he also against uh, the use of steroids? And it turns out he was using some kind of performance enhancement. Yeah, so enhancements. contradicting himself. He was actually... He was actually on the Joe Rogan podcast not too long ago. Very good episode. If you guys want to check that out. So there's a there's an article on MMAJunkie.com. And if, if you guys want to check it out, headline reads, USADA updates UFC fighters on 2018 prohibited list. So they actually removed, uh, I don't know if you heard about CBD. Have you heard about that? Think a little bit, yeah. So they removed that as a prohibited, uh, as one of the. It used to be prohibited. Now it's not. Uh, and the increase of volume of IV fluids allowed in an athlete system. So before you couldn't use an IV. Now you can. I guess now you can. Uh, to a certain amount. Uh, BJ Penn, watch out. He <laughs> <laughs> actually got flagged for that, man. I'm like, God damn. Anyways. Um,. It says here, Nate Diaz was issued a public warning for vaping CBD during a press conference, which CBD is claimed to reduce inflammation. Um, and it comes in different, you can vape it, uh, you can take it in drops. Uh, again, we're talking, we're talking about BJ Penn. I, I wasn't kidding when I said that. He was suspended six months for using an IV out of competition. Mm-hmm. Out of competition. Mm-hmm. And they do have certain, they do have requirements for this uh, as far as like a cutoff point. Uh, therapeutic use, injections, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, a list of prohibited glucocorticoids which help to relieve inflammation in the body um alcohol was removed from the list i didn't even know it was on the list so they can have they, they can have drinks before the fight oh, yeah, and show up to fight you get hammered and then fight how about that gene doping so there's a lot of uh again it's one of those things where they're trying to clean up the sport and and uh, growing up from what, what my dad used to tell me, you know, pass on, and from what I would read growing up, steroids was always looked at as cheating. Mm-hmm. At least to my, to what I grew up, you know, knowing that steroids was cheating. If you use steroids, you're cheating. But they do have their benefits. I mean, they are used for, they have multiple uses, you know. Marijuana is the same thing. You know, I always thought of, people who smoke marijuana or potheads but they have different uses for that now so it just takes an open mind to go to consume all of that and it's just some of the things that i've learned throughout you know as the years progress you know um really i've really learned to be a lot more open-minded about things everything ufc uh, whatever but the last main card that took place well, two UFC two eighteen was the last one. Um, before that was the Bisping card, 
versus G versus uh, GSP, in which all three titles change hands. TJ Gillisaw beat Cody Garbrandt. Rose Namajunas beat Joanna Jir. I don't want to even pronounce that last name. That's I don't want to make an ass out of myself. <laughs> Go ahead, pronounce uh, it. Jed. Jed. No, I can't, man. Let me see. <laughs> Jed Dredchik. Jed Dredchik. Whatever her name last name is. I'm sorry, Joanna. I'm butchering your name. Just call her Joanna. I don't think she. I don't think she would ever mind. JJ. But man. I was surprised at that at, of that fight. Hey man, like DC was saying, Thug Rose, Thug Rose. He was he was going off, man. <laughs> I I could have stopped laughing at him. And Rogan just screaming like always. Oh. <laughs> and the that GSP Bisping fight was for a moment there. I, I'm thinking Bisping has this fight won because you know GSP coming back. What the hell, like. What, two-year hiatus? Way over the hill. No, four years. Four years, my bad. Four years. I took away two. <laughs> Last fight he had was against Johnny Hendricks, in which um, uh, afterwards he went on a Joe Rogan, uh, GSP went on a Joe Rogan podcast, and he said that he was abducted by aliens. I was like, um, oh. yeah. I don't think uh, you should go back to fighting anytime soon, Mr. St. Pierre. <laughs> he was abducted by aliens. But he vacated the title. Yes, he did. Not does, too long ago, does uh, that, due to a um, a colitis issue that he was having. So does that mean that it's it's over for him? Yeah, or is he still going to co- go back to his weight weight class and fight again there? Uh, man, it's crazy because when he won the title, he was ranked up up there as the champion, and now he vacates the title. He's completely out of the picture because now you have a new champion in Robert Whitaker. Going up against uh, Luke Rockhold. <clears throat> a guy who says that's his title. Who got KO'd by Michael Bisping. <laughs> Yet still says, that's my title. Hey, man. Um, anyways. Um, that was a good card. You know, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed seeing uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu dominate. I enjoyed uh, seeing title changes. That's what I want to see. Yeah, man. It's. Not saying, not, not saying anything, not having anything against uh, Joanna, um, what's her name? Uh, but I was, she's, I seen, I seen a couple of her fights. I was a fan of her, of her, of her, of hers. Uh, Thug Rose. I don't want to cut you off, but uh, we might be going up to two hours on this because I still want to cover a couple more things. So we can do that. I we might. Uh, we ain't doing nothing. Yeah, I'm not doing nothing either. So whoever's tuning in, I mean, if you're still tuned in, I don't even know who's tuning in at this point. But I thank you guys tu- for tuning I kinda in. I kind of tuned in a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can go ahead and keep talking. I'm gonna. If you want some more, uh, some more to drink, I'll get you some more to drink. I'm good. Uh, I still got mine. You still got some. I'm yeah. gonna get something else to drink. But I will leave you so you won't have any dead air. <laughs> um, stuff you learn as you progress. Yeah, you know who would have thought that I'd be doing a podcast at the uh, at this moment, twenty seventeen. I got a question. Where was this version of Juan years ago? How long ago? Um, Edison Middle School, Austin High School. I probably want to say I think going back into a conversation I think you had with one with one 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 of the friends we have in mutual mutual friends we have. Uh, when you were when you used to work for the newspaper at, at U of H downtown. I think she mentioned me mentioned to you where were you during the high school 
stage of uh, when she was doing a thing at the was it the newspaper for Austin? I don't think I'm, I'm. I'm not sure if you remember the conversation. I think you you had it with uh, Nancy Lemus. Oh yes, yes, I had her on on the podcast edition for the newspaper. Mm-hmm. Also, um, that's a good question, man. Like, where was this? When when did when did this when did this come about? When did this happen? When did this uh quote 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 uh somebody out there by the name of Broken or Woken Matt Hardy awakening happening? This wonderful awakening happening. Delete, delete, <laughs> delete. But nah, man, it's it's always it's always been there. Uh, this guy has always been there. Um, and it's funny because I don't think anybody. I did an interview once with another mutual friend of uh, Randy and I mm-hmm. on a podcast, which I think, in my opinion, was probably I think my first podcast interview mm-hmm. which was horrible in my opinion for on my end not on on his end but on my end because i was just i felt like i was too forced uh just thinking about it too much and this guy was always there this version of me it's always been who i am it was just hiding you know inside of me it never i never had an outlet to get it out you uh, just needed a platform yeah and because you know I'm like like you know like people that know me know I grew up man I grew up a WWE fan transitioned into UFC of course I like to talk I would love to talk more about football like I do with the UFC but man I just sometimes I'm just so tuned out of football base like baseball like this year man I had a hard time trying to get memorize all these guys names Cause I'm like, okay, I know Altuve, I know George Springer, Correa, the Correa. main guys, but who are these other players, man? I don't know these guys. Cause when was the last time we had a World Series? 2005. That's all more than 10 years ago. So it's. I remember the Killer Bees. Oh man, that was that was the lineup right there, man. Beltran, Bagwell, Vigio. But this guy's always been there, man. I just like you said, I just always needed a platform uh, to get all this stuff out. And thanks to podcasts like the Joe Rogan Experience. Uh, Joey Diaz podcast, talking Jericho, Chris Jericho's podcast, Steve Austin, and the list goes on and on. Man, I'm always listening to podcasts more than I do music now. I've always been there, man. I've always enjoyed doing this. Like I said, the only thing I needed was a platform. Uh, right now, the only thing that I really need is my own little space. You know, right now I'm doing it because you know my parents are out of town. So we have enough space where nobody's bothering us and nobody's making noise or things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and just money too, man. This whole venture is just me. It's, it's always been about me. I've always been invested in, in, in this. Like the, po- like the podcast at, at school for the newspaper. That whole investment was all me. You know, I bought my own microphone my own uh i can't remember if i was using my own interface or was that the one that because the guy i was working with and i were splitting the workload Uh he bought his end of equipment i bought my end of the equipment Uh, he interviewed people at school while i interviewed people out of school so it was a half and half deal he would do new segments on the side which I helped them with. 
and while he did that, I would, you know, promote the hell out of it on, on our school website. And yes, you did. And I graduated from U of H downtown May of 2015. And there was always that thought in the back of my head. I was like, man, I wish I could do this. I wish I could do my own podcast, but mm-hmm. I don't know how. And I even started thinking, and I know we kind of veered off into I still haven't even gotten my own drink. <laughs> and I just asked that question. But I started looking at this as early as the summer of 2014 when I was doing my internship for juvenile probation. I'd say maybe about the first week that I was there and even afterwards when I had nothing to do, I would be on a computer that they, a spare computer that they had in the front lobby and I would just be looking up stuff, how to start your own podcast, what equipment to buy, what program to use. And this was all uh, trial and error, man. I didn't even know how the hell I was going to, because I would look at people's setups. I was like, man, that's a badass setup but i was being very realistic i'm like man i'm not joe rogan by any means i'm not you know uh at the time i was listening to opie and anthony on sirius xm and looking at their setup i'm like man i wish i had a setup like that they they even have their own crew that takes care of all that stuff but this is all just just me just trying to figure out what to do and man i remember when i first bought my first piece of equipment at first the only thing I bought was the microphones, and we were just going to run this through GarageBand. Mm-hmm. Plugged into the microphones into the computer. Couldn't figure out the sound, and it wasn't working, and tried to create different things on the computer. We had a Mac, iMac at school, and uh, eventually I figured out, hey, you need an interface to, to do this. Bought the interface, and went to town with that all it took was just two mics and just guests to interview musicians ken shamrock was one of my guests at one point man that was a fun interview but man this i've always been there like you said it's just an outlet that i needed uh and i needed people like-minded people to talk with like yourself randy uh brian which i'm having on soon his first, uh, well, I guess his first solo appearance with me. I am planning to do, for those listening, a 2017 movie review episode along with a 2018 movie preview in which he and I can go all day and night with this, man. We can, like, when we hang out together and we start talking about movies, man, we'll just start talking about lines here and there, just talking about different types of movies and shows and things like that so i've always been there man it's just something that i've and i'm finally getting the opportunity to to actually do this and actually have my own little network like these other major podcasts go yeah and people have asked me have you have do you have any plans on you know promoting your stuff on youtube as far as making money off of it and whatnot i would love to put my stuff on iTunes as well. It just takes a lot of work, man. I've, I tried doing the whole iTunes deal and I still can't get it down. Cause I know my friend Randy knows a lot more about this and he's actually helped me along the way with that. But we started off at SoundCloud at first for the newspaper and eventually worked our way up to here. 
And unfortunately, the only place where you can listen to this podcast is YouTube on my channel, which go up to my feeds on social media. But if you if you have me on Facebook, which if you are watching me on Facebook right now, you can go back and watch the video on Facebook unedited like this podcast. Folks, I do not edit anything on here, man. This is raw as it gets. All the mistakes that you would consider should be uh, edited, you get them all. Oh, yeah. Every blundering word that I can't get out or every any, every stutter that we have. Every that stutter, I have. every misspelled word. Even on the video, the thing would be sideways or... Well, now, I don't even know if people are are still tuned in or not. I'll, I'll check right now when I get myself something to drink. But, uh, yeah, man, that's pretty much the whole overview of this. I would love to keep talking more about this, and I'm probably going to get into it more in our uh, end-of-the-year episode. Or maybe just do a solo episode on that. Uh, give give people a little rundown of, of my setup and whatnot. But mm. let me run through a card real quick so you can maybe give your thoughts oh the last card that that took place uh earlier this month actually maybe about two three weeks ago mm-hmm. the ufc 2018 card holloway versus aldo 2 which the main i want to say and all good fights on that card no complaints from me but the main main fight that I constantly told people about days prior. Do not, do not go to sleep on this fight, Francis Ngannou versus Alistair Overeem. And I'm sure I don't. Uh, did you see that fight with us, Adrian? I don't think you did. No, not in. But that fight was over before you knew it. I mean, I'm I'm telling you. I kept telling people, hey man, this Francis Ngannou guy is a beast. I know Overeem has his credits and all, but I seen do, not, do not uh, do not go to sleep on Francis and Ganu. Yeah, I would have put my mo- I would have put I would have been one of those people that would have put my money on uh, Overeem for sure, mostly because that's the only guy of those two that I've actually seen fight more. So uh, I didn't. I probably didn't tune into that one. I caught like the replays, the highlights of it. Uh, forgot who else was in the car. Was thing you say Holloway? No, I'm good. good. Yeah. So, it's about half a cup. Damn. Yeah, I'm not that much of a drinker, so. But you saw how the fight ended, right? Yeah. You saw the, the outcome of that fight. Yeah. It was crazy. Uh, like I said, I only caught like the highlights of it, the re uh, the replay, the best mo- the best moments of the fights. Uh, yeah, it was short. <laughs> it was short. It was well. Yeah, yeah. As like I said, I wouldn't. I would. I probably like I said, I would have put my money on Overing because, well, I'm like, hey, I'm going Overing. I know more more about him than I do the other guys. So I would probably would I probably would have been one of those that you said like don't sleep on this guy. I probably was like you know what I'm going over him all the way. I I trust my I trust that fighter, but yeah like uh not really much tune into that fight. Like I said, highlights uh the entire fight card actually highlights not 
full full on just whatever came out on that time during the sport during the sports 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 channels. That sets him up for the championship fight, right? Or that's or did that set him up for the next fights, right? Yeah, he's fighting um he's fighting Stipe next year. Should be a good one. I'm not mistaken. He's fighting uh Okay. Trying not to I'm getting a little bit more hungry now. Oh <laughs> you know what? While I'm here, let me see how many people have actually seen him. Oh well, that doesn't stop me from talking. Probably they'll ca they'll they'll catch the video afterwards. Yeah, at least I could say you know I promoted the hell out of this thing and people actually tuned in. Yeah, people actually got bored and said you know what we're not gonna. Or we or 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 was it because we came in like an hour afterwards? An hour late, <laughs> probably. I should have you know alerted the people. Hey, you know I'm gonna be an hour late, but it's not my fault. But yeah, man, that was a that was a hell of a card. I jumped out of my seat when Overeem got knocked out. Later on, goes on to say, you know, I'm okay. Uh, I'm okay. I'm okay. You know, I'll be back in the octagon. It's like, you just got knocked unconscious, man. You, you should take it easy. Definitely some CTE there. And he got knocked out by Stipe previous to that. So, but man, that's that's going to be a a badass, badass card. Stipe versus Nganu. I would love... I would love to root for Nganu, but man, I gotta go with Stipe on this one, just because he's the champion. He's 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 not a he's not an easy fight. <laughs> I'll tell you this right now. He's not gonna let Nganu knock him out. He Stipe will probably try to take him down and just wrestle with him. But who knows, man? I, you never know in this in the sport. Um, that was a hell of a, a hell of a fight. Um. Damn, we're gonna talk about uh, Connor and Mayweather, and then the Cyborg and Home thing, which I guess we can, um, just for time's sake. Um, I guess in previewing the the following year, this is a lot of this is a lot of cards coming up, man. It's too many to too many to name, and too many to actually remember but like I've said uh, again we're going through this very commercialized era of the UFC a much more WWE like era of the w uh, WWE <laughs> of the <laughs> UFC I'm stuck on WWE right now I don't even know what I'm saying um, do you have something about WWE you want to get out <laughs> before because you, you, we keep going back to WWE so you want something to get out of, about WWE before we go further into UFC fight cards well you know okay I'm gonna go ahead and say it and I don't want to say I've had too much to drink but uh, dude I've been a big fan of WWE since. well okay 
Uh, going back all the way to 1996, that was when I first started watching the WWE. And I'm actually going to try to go on Instagram right now. Try to record a little bit, little something on there. Let me see. I know it's, it's going to look awful on, on that feed right there. Yeah. We are live. But... Saying, look at this idiot taking selfies. <laughs> everybody takes selfies now. I don't see the I don't see the problem now. But everybody takes selfies. I've been a big fan of the WWE for for I'm going back to 1996. Um, see, I'm terrible at this. Yeah, going before live. before going. No, no, no. I'm not going live. I'm just taking a little picture, <laughs> a little uh, quick video. And I should have done this before we went on the air. Look at me all professional before we went on the air. <laughs> hey, what's up, everybody? This is uh, Juan and Adrian hey. recording the Hangout podcast. First MMA edition. Uh, thanks for those tuning in and watching on Facebook. Uh, it's a uh, new venture. See, this is, I'm awful at this stuff. Just let it flow, Juan. Just let it flow. Let it flow? Okay, I'm, I'm just going to post it on there. There we go. But, uh, yeah, man, I've been a big fan of... Before uh, we start delving into this big Mayweather-McGregor uh, uh, bullcrap that went down. <laughs> and before we end with the Cyborg and Holly Holm deal... We can actually stretch it another 30 minutes and then call it quits. Um, man, I've been a big fan of the WWE, formerly known as WWF. I first started watching in 1996. First, I remember the first wrestler that I saw was Stone Cold Steve Austin. First actual VHS video that I had, that I watched, actually rented, mm-hmm. was Stone Cold Steve Austin Uncensored 316. From then on, man, I was hooked. He was my favorite wrestler. Still is to this day. Uh, I think The Undertaker is right up there with him. You think? You think he's right up there with him? Dude, it's, it's kind of, it's hard, man, because they, they, they were in the business for so long. You put in a guy like Shawn Michaels, Triple H, The Rock. They're all up there in that main, main event status. Even a guy like Chris Jericho. Hey, hey. Not saying he's my friend or my buddy, but I have met him several times, and he he, every actually, time he, he actually recognizes he you. actually recognizes me and remembers me. Like, hey, is the, you're that guy. It's like, oh, <laughs> hey, man, it's good to see you again. Especially his band members from Fozzie. they uh, the guitarist always remi- remembers me because I interviewed him one time for uh, for the podcast. But um, yeah, man, I, I was a big fan of of uh, the Uf- the WWE, the UFC. The WWE since 96. Going die hard for maybe all the way up to 2007 when I went to my... F- it was funny because I went to my first WWE live event in 2007. And shortly afterwards, I just dropped off completely. <laughs> it's it's kind of it's, it's a funny story, but... Man, I started watching in 96. And... It was around the time when the Attitude Era was going on. Yeah. But at the same time, I was still kind of going back to watching all the 
all the previous pay-per-views in your house and all them. Um, I even got to know wrestlers like uh, like Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior, Bret Hart, Owen Hart. Uh, the Undertaker was already around. Mm-hmm. Um, Macho Man, Randy Savage. Macho Man. Kind of that tail end of that. And the beginning of Stone Cold Steve Austin, Triple H, The Rock, the Rock Shawn Michaels, DX, uh, Sable. Mother, my goodness. Uh, but, it man, it was it was one of those things where I was like, damn, I love wrestling growing mm-hmm. up. You could give you could give a shit if it was fake or not. Yeah, I don't, I don't think at that at that point and you really cared about whether it was fake or not. Not only that, but they made it made it look so believable. It was like, God damn, like this is so mankind. Chair shots. The it, when people are actually taking chair shots to the head to the head and you wonder why most of these people you know don't wrestle anymore before you knew be- as fuck yeah before you knew that they bladed oh yeah yeah i actually thought they bl- they bled for real i'm like or damn, they, or did actually, they, if i actually hit adrian with a chair he's gonna bleed hell no or did they pop let they popped a little red pill red yeah. red, red bag up yeah, on the yeah. head and and all you see is blood like oh my god they just busted open yeah man it's uh they made it so believable, and it was very. The promos were very entertaining. The angles were very er- entertaining. Uh, they just made it look so believable, and it it was it was PG third no, fourteen, TV fourteen. Yes, yes. For the longest. Um, then they went, and they, they and we went through a period where I was all in. It was around. From 2000 to 2004, mm-hmm. dude, I was all in. I was every week. I was watching SmackDown, whether, whether it was a Thursday night, and then they switched it over to Friday night. Mm-hmm. Then they changed channels from UPN to uh, CW, CW when, they, when they merged. 39, and then I think I stopped watching when uh, when they stopped showing it on TV. This was like around 2007. Mm-hmm. I went to my first SmackDown live and it was actually on a i want to say it was a tuesday night when they recorded it and i had school the next day i was in 10th grade and uh we had a teacher i don't know if you remember her english teacher in 10th grade English teacher. i don't know yeah, nobody's gonna if i mention the name Ms. ramos you remember her 10th grade Ms. ramos i remember her well you probably didn't have her. i didn't have her i think i had but a she was a big she she found out she was already a wrestling fan. Yeah. She found out that a couple of us were wrestling fans, especially Alonso and uh, I forget who else. But there was a core of us that liked wrestling, and we were always in the know of what mm-hmm. was going on. I don't know, but it was at that point where she started putting, you know, like my dad has here posters of uh, uh, astronauts. Mm-hmm. He has his drawings and everything. That's cool. I have my kiss poster over there. A graduation photo, a guy that looks like me and my degree, <laughs> <laughs> my Tex- little Texans banner and my Astros banner. But, and at that point, you know, I was maybe, how old was I? 91, 1, 11. What year was that? Six? It was 10th grade, Juan. 2008. Oh, shit. Yeah, we graduated in 2010. God damn. 
that was 10th grade so that was 2008 91 01 we're debating this crap on on the <laughs> MMA edition of we're, we're bad at math of, math. The, of the hangout <laughs> podcast. We're talking about wrestling. What is this? We're all over the place. We're just all yeah, over but you know who gives a damn? <laughs> it's my podcast. I'll do whatever the hell I want. That's so, true. People already tuned out like five minutes into this, so <laughs> so it's good to have a little fun every now and then, man. People mm-hmm. take t- themselves too seriously nowadays. They're too politically correct, but you know. I'm just reminiscing about old times, but yeah, man, it was around that time where she started posting, uh, like printouts of the wrestlers, mm-hmm. Ray, Myst- especially Ray Mysterio, who I hated at the time. I don't know why. Um, she started post posting these printouts of these wrestlers, Ray Mysterio, John Cena, all wrestlers who I hated at the time. I don't know why. I'm not saying hated to. Let's go, Cena. Cena sucks. That's a that's the that's that's a big a big chant everywhere. They kind of dropped off. And, uh, I don't know if they dropped off now. But. I, 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 I still hear it a little bit every once in a while. He still sucks. Anyways, <laughs> um, but she started posting these printouts on her wall, and at that point, I don't know if it was just me, just I guess growing out of it. Uh-huh. That said, man, like this is corny. Like it's just I don't know. To me, it's it was very. I don't want to say it took the fun out of it, but I was like, God damn, like this is like, I need to find something else to, to watch. Mm-hmm. I think I've grown out of this already. Oh, seven was actually the final year where I was actually keeping up with it or weekly, you know, like a show or yeah. something. Um, and then I remember it was, I want to say it's the last day of school that we had in her class. She was expecting me to show up with a wrestling shirt because, I don't know, we had talked about it or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It was just craziness. Because um, she had seen me wear uh, I had a, I had a Randy. I used to buy these bootleg shirts down here uh, uh, at when when it used to be Fiesta mm-hmm. by where I live. I gave my location away. <laughs> uh, but anyways. Hey, what fiesta are you talking about? I don't know. It's just a fiesta. A just a fiesta, year. but they used to they used to, used to have this this little shop outside. This little uh, it was always an Asian Asian chick or Asian guy, and they would sell bootleg shirts. Mm-hmm. Which at the time you didn't know they were bootleg. You kind of knew they were bootleg, but you still bought them anyways because they were so cool. I had a Randy Orton shirt. I had a. I want to say I had a Rey Mysterio shirt. Especially Randy Orton. Man, I love that Randy Orton shirt. As bootleg as it was. I think she saw... I must have worn it one... No, no. Because I, 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 I never wore wrestling stuff in high school. High school, when I got into high school, I was more into music. Mm-hmm. I started getting more into music now. But... Juan, hurry up with the story. <laughs> Damn. Um, uh, what the hell was I talking about? Okay. Going back to you the last up. day. Yeah. Um, that's when I bought, you see that picture over there with the family? That was 2008, I think, 2009. Mm-hmm. I showed up wearing that tap-out shirt. 
mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to that class that on that last day. And she was so disappointed, man. <laughs> like I couldn't believe it. I thought she was playing around. She was like, I thought you were gonna wear your oh, your rest God. your wrestling shirt. And I was like, nah, you know, I decided to wear this today. Yeah. No, I'm I guess that was when I got into MMA at that point. And I started watching it and I just got hooked. Randy Couture, you know, that whole deal. Tito Ortiz. Tito Ortiz, Shamrock. I mean, he was already out by then, I think. Yeah. Uh, Chuck Liddell. Chuck Chuck Liddell. He was running hot. Rampage Jackson. BJ Penn. Matt Hughes. But, um, yeah, man, it just got to a point where I was watching pretty much nonstop for almost 10 years. Mm-hmm. And, dude, I would get so mad every time because they would show it on Thursday nights. And I don't know why we went to go do grocery shopping Thursday nights. Every time, dude. We'd go to Fiesta or Foodorama. Bam. Foodorama for all the locals out there. You, I, know, I know you guys remember Foodorama. They're still out there. <laughs> the HEB, the one that used to be on Harrisburg. Yeah. I'm getting really local now. Uh, I think it's a Texas Workforce Commission now. Yeah, that works. Uh, and an AutoZone. Yeah, work for and uh AutoZone, work work source solutions and a uh laundry place. Sellers. Yeah. Um but yeah man, I used to get so mad cuz I used to miss it. I remember one time I was taping it. I would only tape the intro to the thing and my parents would be like, "It's time to go." I was like, "Man, I don't I don't want to go." And they couldn't leave me alone cuz I was, you know, I was little. Mm-hmm. I was underage. Now they leave out of town. I don't even watch wrestling. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? Like, where was this? Where, where, where was ago? this possibility? <laughs> mm-hmm. But now it's at the point where I'm subscribed to the WWE Network. And I can pull up a match right now and just watch it. We can just watch uh, paper, whatever paper you, you mm-hmm. want. Uh, NXT. Um, they have done some great shows. In your house. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I... I Stop watching for at uh, during that year 2007. Mm. Basically, Dude, stop was, watching WWE and divert it to something else like they say this instance like UFC or MMA in general. Mm-hmm. And music also. I yeah. was deep in. I was I growing up listening to music casually. Mm. Dude, I just dove in completely into heavy metal and hard rock. That was all. I was all about that for those who knew me in high school. Still know me to this day. But, man, dude, I, and when I say I stopped watching it, I stopped watching it completely. I was aware that it was still going on. I would take a peek every now and then. But, dude, everything that was going on during that time. Let's say, like, during that time, if you. When you have people like Sheamus as your champion and Alberto the real. No disrespect to these guys, Dolph Mm -hmm. Ziggler. But, dude, it's like, this is a whole new generation of, of wrestlers. Where's The Rock? Where's the. Shawn Michaels, and I think they were still wrestling around that time, but they were only doing the big cards like WrestleMania and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Survivor Series and things like that. But, damn, dude, I was like, wow. I I, I completely, completely tapped out from 2007. No pun intended. To, I've done that several times (laughs) in jiu-jitsu. I'm not ashamed to say it. I'm talking about the shirt. Oh, tap out. (laughs) Yeah, man, I got to look for that shirt. I think for me, and, uh, and I came back. I don't want to interrupt, but right. I came back 2015 when I subscribed to the WWE Network. 
Because I saw that all these old-time guys, uh, old-time players were coming back. Yeah. Kane, Big Show, The Rock, Triple H, John Cena. Are you calling John Cena old-time player now? Jericho. Well, dude, I I remember the first... I remember... I remember the the ruthless aggression. I remember when he first debuted it. I remember watching that on TV. I remember that... Who the hell is this kid? Like, he looks all... Like, so, you think you got what it takes? What do you have that us don't? He looks Ruthless all buff and... Aggression. And pop. lean and with the, the prototype haircut. I think that's what he that used was, to be called. Yeah, you know, I think OVW, he was the prototype. And then The Undertaker giving him props backstage. Like, you got my respect, kid, and all that. Up to up to now, where it's like, God damn. <laughs> Watching a SNL on TV right now, man. What's his name? Imitating Donald Ball. Trump. Was it Alec Baldwin? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, good evening, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, these are the re- these are my hands. These are my regular size hands. These are my regular size hands. You, you know, know, we're gonna have some big tax cuts. I know it sounds, it sounds like a gay Donald Trump, <laughs> but uh, usually my imitations are much better. Not saying, and I'm not taking credit for anything, but. I'm getting kind of long-winded at this point, and my throat's <laughs> getting kind of dry. But take a drink, take a take a sip, take a deep breath, take a sip. But yeah, man, I came back in 2005, and since 15. then, 15, 2005. God damn. <laughs> yeah, 2015. You is came that, back. Is that whiskey <laughs> taking effect now? <laughs> but I'm still alive, folks. Yeah. But 2015, and I've been. I since then, I only watch the major pay-per-views on the network, mm-hmm. and it's fun, man. I'll go back. Sometimes I'll be working out, lifting weights. I'll put in an old pay per view and something that I may have missed. I think like an in your house or yeah. Or I enjoy I, I enjoy really watching those. Well, I don't I'm, I don't have the network. I still do what what we used to do before the network, such so as YouTube or Hulu. Um, I go back to those to those old school shows. Mostly, I go back to you had you had like you say your favorite was Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, my favorite ha- is and has always been The Rock. Even in his time as Rocky Maivia, I saw his uh, how he started and everything. But um, the movie sucks. Jumanji. I'm just saying. I haven't. I haven't seen it. So haven't seen saying. it. Nah, I'll, I'll watch it, but I don't. I'm not gonna go watch it in the theaters, man. It's just it's too much. He's done. He's done some good roles. Some good, some bad. You know, it's everybody has. But for me, I, I probably wouldn't say that I tuned out completely i okay, i occasionally watched it or caught like the highlights of it like same thing where i do with other sports catch highlights uh for me i lost int- a lot of interest like you said when uh, not not bashing on them but sheamus Dolph ziggler the guy i still hate the most well this like uh even though he's been there the longest in that tough enough era where they began the miss I disliked him so much when he started because I actually knew who he was from MTV. So to him seeing, then again, he's like, oh, he's always wanted to be in in WWE. So I tuned out during those period, but I transitioned. I stayed from, I transitioned from WWE to TNA. Oh yeah, I forgot about TNA. From TNA, I swear God. that's that's where I started watching. Talk about from. From bad to worse. <laughs> that's, that's where that's where I started. Well, back in the day, TNA was a lot was a lot better than it is now for that's me. When you start saying delete, delete, delete. For me, was the one that got me hooked back into wrestling. Well, professional wrestling in this case, in another company was 
who's now in WWE, AJ Styles. Oh man, you know I I almost met that guy. Mm-hmm. I almost met him at a Pasadena Mall one time. They that was one of the first time I met Booker T mm-hmm. at at that mall. He was having a he was supposed to have a signing the month after that, and I was still a little bit I I knew who he was I knew what TNA was, but. It was, I was like, man, you know, I got a plan for this. And, you know, I was still, I was in middle school still. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ah. uh, like, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, dude, he's a hell of a performer. Uh, and as far as his role in WWE, you know, he, I know right now he's a, he's a, he's a champion, right? Yeah. Right now. Still WWE champion. He's a WWE champion. So the star power is there. I know, I know a lot of the kids now look up to him. As far as uh, their favorite wrestlers, you know, the kids growing up now. Of course, John Cena's still there. It's always going to be there. Uh, but if you start talking to these kids about... And it's weird to say that now. Like, you talk to kids nowadays, and they'll they'll mention people like The New Day and... Um, uh, what, what's the guy's name? Strowman. Braun Strowman. Samoa Joe, who also came from TNA. Amazing and talent. You tell them about... You know, The Undertaker or The Rock, even Triple H. And to them, it's like like when people tell us about uh, Hulk Hogan and uh, mm. Roddy Piper and all them, Sergeant Slaughter. It's like, damn, those yeah. are guys back in the way yeah. back in the day. Yeah, like we didn't see them at their prime. Yeah, Bruno San Martino, mm. Ultimate Warrior. Warrior. <laughs> Warrior. Macho like, Man. That guy was a lunatic. Yeah. Macho Man. Damn, they're all dead, aren't they? <laughs> almost, almost all, all, all the ones I mentioned, <laughs> except for That's Hogan. Stuff, dude. <laughs> except for Hogan. Piper, dude. I met Piper at Comic Palooza. Two months later, he passed away. Uh, Macho Man. That's just bad karma right there. Macho Man, um, warrior. warrior, and they're all young too. They're wrestling business people. If you want to get into wrestling, think twice. Not discouraging anybody, but be realistic. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, man, not to go into this whole wrestling tangent for a little bit for yeah. this yeah, for second me, half of the show. Yeah, for me, like I said, AJ Styles is the one that kept me in wrestling. Different company, but kept me in wrestling at watching watching them. It was him and Christopher Daniels from that company. From there on, I would tune in to other companies, say Ring of Honor. Uh, I probably I'm probably missing a couple, but mostly those. Now I look at the, I look at the wrestling now. It's a lot more scripted. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, even The Rock has said it before in 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 interviews. I forgot where. They he had they had more liberty of of what they wanted to do. Like, they would just go. It's like it's like a great example is Chris Jericho. He has a very good relationship from what I read in his books with uh, Mr. McMahon, mm-hmm. Vince McMahon. And he would go up to him with an idea just to give him a heads up. McMahon would say, you know, go with it. Or sometimes McMahon would have an idea and Jericho would just try to run with that. As shitty of an idea it was or as good of an idea it was, he'd run with it. Like Money in the Bank. That was Jericho's idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, Money in the Bank. Uh, he had something, something else he came up with. Wasn't, wasn't TLC also somewhat of his con- idea, not fully, but 
an I idea. I think it was it? more money in the bank. Yeah. Money in the bank. For WrestleMania. But like like we said earlier in the show, we were gonna talk about the Mayweather McGregor thing. I don't think that's gonna happen. To briefly summarize, because I I do want to talk about, uh, and we're also going to talk about Cyborg and Home, give her a little prediction, but we I think I, we went off the rails, especially me, for talking about other sorts of things, which is, I knew was going to happen anyways, so, not that people are keeping track or keeping tabs, but um, in a nutshell, because I do want to talk about the Jericho Omega feud, which has reignited my interest in wrestling once again. But <laughs> in a nutshell, Mayweather McGregor, the money fight, of course, uh, <laughs> couldn't come at a bad time. It happened right when the hurricane was hitting us. Yeah. When you actually, you guys actually had to spend the night. But um, some people couldn't actually watch it, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was what it was. I don't want to get so into it. Um, again, Mayweather made McGregor look like a fool. Of course, he made him look good at the beginning, but towards the end, he just completely took him to school. And for what it was, you know, there's articles going around saying, oh, UFC's made a deal with Mayweather and Mayweather shoots down rumors. People don't fall for these things. It's just clickbait. I'm telling you right now, Mayweather would not last at even 10 seconds in the octagon. It, 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 the same thing will happen, the, the, what happened with McGregor, only in reverse. Because you put Mayweather in there, McGregor doesn't even have to touch him. He could just grab him and choke yeah, him. Yeah, I don't think McGregor would actually want to carry the fight. Hmm. He'll, he'll sucker him in into a chokehold or something. Or he'll just, you know, kick him in the head or... Whatever, just elbow him. But and then it, again, this is a concept of going into a different uh, sport area at a older age. I mean, we're talking about Mayweather, who's in what now forty one. I think. Yeah, that's not a good age to. And he has, and he's also had uh, problems with his hands. He has, I don't know, I forgot what kind of problems he had. So, as far as a a deal with UFC, I think. Uh, it could probably be more of him of promoting promotion wise, I guess, or possibly fight UFC fighters, bring them into the boxing or something you're, like that. In other words, you're saying Pacquiao can fight McGregor. <laughs> Another clickbait rumor that went around in boxing. Yeah. in you in octagon rules, I don't think so. Probably Malinaji. Boxing. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking about, uh, cause we, you, you got to take Malinaji. He's been out of boxing for, what, five years now? Mm-hmm. Um, again, I'm not saying that these, like Mayweather and Pacquiao and Malinaji are not great at what they do. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm saying they're not going to do great in the octagon, in MMA, where, where you can actually grapple, where you can actually kick. They're good at throwing punches, uh, punches, hooks, uppercuts, uh, jabs. But when you add all these other aspects of it, they train differently. Yeah. So I like like I'm saying, probably if there is a deal with UFC and McGre- and Mayweather, I they probably think it would be more of a promotion wise. Probably you you'll probably see more TMT stuff at UFC. 
probably or you probably see UFC fighters showing up to Mayweather promotions, fight, fighting events, something like that, somewhere along that line. That 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 would be that would be my guess at their at their possible agreement, possible deal, multiple fight deal, something like that. Or why not make give Nate Diaz that he has a boxing license. Nate Diaz has, I think he has had a boxing license for California and the, and Nevada, if I'm not mistaken. Slow your roll, slow your roll, <laughs> give, slow your roll, sir. <laughs> One step at a time. Give, yeah, I, don't, I don't blame you, man. Well, give Nate Diaz a boxing, a, a, you know a, a, a possible calling, boxing I'm fight. I'm calling him out right now. Uh, Conor McGregor, I'm calling you out right now. <laughs> He's probably not going to hear this because, you know, he, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he doesn't listen to this podcast. Who the fuck is this guy? Exactly. <laughs> so, and I don't have that, you know, I'm not, I don't have that level of notoriety for hey. him to know who I am. Hey, you're challenging him. You know, if he doesn't show up, you win. By default. <laughs> yeah, by so. default. Kind of like Jericho when he challenged Goldberg that one time. Oh, yeah. I mean, Gilbert came out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, it's just it was what it was, and it, an actual money fight, an actual money fight, and we had the chance to watch it. Uh, we did, I did, we did have well, I did have problems uh, here with my power cut off for maybe ten seconds, maybe, but it wasn't just that. I actually purchased the pay per view through the through the through the UFC app. Mm-hmm. And the servers just crashed. And you had to repurchase it. So I ended up, my dumbass repurchased it through the PlayStation Store. And eventually I got my money back uh, that later that week for um, for the UFC, for the for the pay-per-view. And I got it refunded in my card. So, you know, I was, it was like a free fight. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. And I ended up using that money to purchase the, what was it, the Canelo Triple G fight? That I ended up buying. We watched that one yeah. here too at home. So another one. And again, like I said, I wish we, I know we can keep going on and on. I don't want to stretch it any further. We're clocking in in almost two hours now. But Canelo, Triple G, Canelo, Chavez Jr. Uh, something we can continue to discuss. Can continue to discuss in future podcasts. Again, this is the first episode. I really didn't want to stretch it too, too much. For a debut episode, but you know, it, hey, it's Saturday night, partaking in the festivities, the, uh, e- the eve of Christmas Eve, eve of Christmas Eve, close to Christmas Eve. I think I've already had a little too much to drink. Uh, um, you're you're in number two. I'm still in number number one, two. So. I think I'm more sleepy than you know buzzed, but I am starting to feel it though. I think you're probably more woken, more woke. <laughs> delete, delete, and then he does a little smile. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways um before we wrap up this whole this whole big pile of whatever whatever this was of the mma edition of the hangout podcast um see still trying to keep it more professional <laughs> um the upcoming ufc was it 219 219 cyborg versus holly home mm-hmm. man that's gonna be and i'm I'm willing to bet. Damn, that's a good that's a good fight, man. I really, I really can't pick a side on this one. Can't pick a side. 
I can't, man. I want to say, man, if I really had to pick as a betting man, I'd have to go with Cyborg. She is just on. And even in the last fight she had, uh, that chick was putting up quite a fight. But, man, Cyborg just manhandled her. Holly Holm. Holly Holm has come a long way from, you know, defeating Ronda Rousey. And then she took a loss to Mich- a, a couple of losses. Her, not, her, not just yeah, not her just initial like, loss to initial after loss after to winning the championship. Misha Tate, Misha Tate, my girl, Misha Cupcake Tate. I'm a big fan. Or she got put to sleep by Misha Tate. Same night, Conor McGregor also tapped out to Nate Diaz. <laughs> I still remember that man. Brazilian Jiu Jitsu uh, prevailing that night. Can you believe that? It's it's so weird how there's always not there's nights where BJJ is always let's say BJJ <laughs> Brazilian Jiu Jitsu Bra- Brazilian Jiu Jitsu folks BJJ for short get that mind get that mind off the gutter guys I know right but it's so it's so it's so cool to me when Jiu Jitsu prevails especially on nights like that main cards like that it's a hard fight man if if I had if well I have to choose. Not to not because I'm going against you, but I'm going home. Home? I'm going to go cyborg on this one. And I'm using that the aspect because for me, I think, and this I think it's happened what it happened once with Rousey. Nobody gave a shot to home. Everybody was saying, "Oh, I was at at one point when this when the first fight was announced between Rousey and Home, my thought was." So you're basically giving Rousey the easy victory because you're putting somebody who probably she probably did earn her spot. But at the same time, I was looking at it like, well, she, she's not ready for the championship fight. And then she comes out and whoops that ass. She beat she knocked out round Rowdy Ronda Rousey, which nobody expected. So. For me, I'm guessing I'm putting this whole David versus Goliath thing. I guess Goliath, in this case, Goliath being portrayed by Cyborg. I say home in the big, in the big, in the big fight, big name fight. Not because, not, not to take away that in the championship fight, she's choked. Literally, she choked. Uh, I'm going home because I think there's a lot, there's a lot, a lot of more pressure in this, and she, I think she she thrives more under pressure. Where everything is stacked against her, so the favorite for sure is Cyborg. That is given. But I think Holmes is gonna take this the, this victory, and I think what is it a championship fight? So I'm guessing I'm saying yeah, Cyborg's the champion right now. So I'm guessing I'm I'm basically saying Holly Holly Holmes is gonna be the women's featherweight champion. And the only reason why I say Cyborg is because not not to take away from Holly Holm, but I mean. How many fights has Cyborg lost? Let's put it at that. I'm actually going. I'm actually looking for that because I don't actually. I don't actually have that that track record. Because Holly Holm, Holly Holm has taken a couple L's since the Ronda Rousey fight. I ain't gonna lie, she hasn't had. She's had a couple of good performances. She's had a couple of bad ones too. Mm-hmm. She's had. 18 victories, one no contest, and one loss in MMA. Who was that loss against? I think that was an Invicta, wasn't it? Because I know she fought Gina Carano at one point, another hottie. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, man. She that Gina Carano, man. She lost to... She's a hottie. <laughs> she actually lost her first her first fight. Her first fight. In MMA to hey. Erica, hey. Erica Pais. Hey, you know, that's... By submission. That's understandable. I think I will lose my first fight, too. <laughs> then af- and then after and on her then her no contest was her thw- her fight number twelve with Hiriko Yamanaka. Probably I, I probably didn't butcher that name. That's his that's her her mixed martial arts record. Her her most recent UFC fight was July twenty ninth, where she beat by TKO Tanya. Evan Avenger Evanger I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. But yeah, I'm go uh, going back into that thing. Um I'm going Holly home. You going Holly home? Holly home. Well, needless to say I'm going uh Cyborg on this one. Holly home even though she ha- she does have more losses than than Cyborg, it's only 3 losses. And you know, I I only say Holly uh, Holly Holm. I only say Cyborg because you know, she's the champion, and people had wanted to see her fighting the UFC for so long. Especially me, you know, I've, I was always one of the ones that wanted to see her fighting the UFC for so long. Mm-hmm. It was only a matter of time. The only thing with, that was holding her back was the testing, but she was able to get through that, and eventually climb her way up to become champion that's just you know that's just amazing but it's gonna be a hell of a card man and we do i do plan on buying purchasing the pay-per-view do plan to have you guys over to watch it we're definitely going to start the pod the end of the year podcast uh before the main card starts Mm -hmm. and of course we're probably going to be recording it throughout the Throughout the event, we're probably gonna end up stopping the, the recording uh, once the main the main event starts. Uh, well, we have a lot of good fights coming up, man, for the for the new year. I would love to go vo- over all of them. I wish I was more prepared. I'll give I'll give you one that I'm waiting for because I, and you should be waiting for it too because you're a fan of her. Uh, Van Z- Van Zant versus Clark, January fourteenth. Uh, it's a Sunday. For in 2018, that's the actual that's an actual fight I'm I'm looking forward to because I'm like I said I'm a fan of hers. You're a fan of hers too, so that's one for sure. Besides this upcoming one that we're gonna do for the end of the end of the year review, that's the only one I know because that's the only one that interests me at that point at that moment. But other than that, um, have no idea who else is fighting. She was so nice when I met her, those two times back to back. <laughs> So weird because I met her at her Hooters, and then the day after we met her at the Fan Village of what, the UFC. What, what were you, what were you doing at a Hooters, Juan? She was having the meet and greet there. I thought I, th- I thought you were about all about Twin Peaks. I am, because dude, honestly, Hooters food sucks. The only thing I had there I've ever had there was their fries, and they weren't up to par. I've had better fries from Walmart. Damn, that's that's sad, isn't it? That that is kind of sad. So, hey man, not just, not bashing Walmart completely. I'm not bashing Hooters. I'm just saying, man, it's just my opinion. You know, honestly, I've never been to a Hooters. You're not missing out on anything, man. Other than the girls with the big boobs, but that's it. I mean, Twin Peaks, you get the full package. 
No offense to all the ladies listening out there. I can't go I probably lost all of them just by saying <laughs> that. But, you know, it's just all in fun. All in fun, girls. And I love I love girls. I don't mean any disrespect towards them. I'm just I'm just saying hooters in general, man. There's no just, sex. There's no sex. No, 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 no. It has no, nothing no, to do no. with this. It's just giving no. our opinions on, like I said, their opinions. They're not correct. Hashtag me too. <laughs> what is that? Explain that to me. Hashtag me. I'm I'm out of the loop on that one because I probably I probably only fought see the news i don't actually fully follow the social media part of it what is hashtag me too (laughs) (laughs) you ask it at the worst time (laughs) i'm just saying (laughs) never mind forget it i'll look it up you can look it up right now where's my phone Look it up. <laughs> it's actually a hashtag on Twitter, I think. Like what is it's it? It's actually how it came out. Well, pretty much you know how the whole and I know this is going way off track to what this this uh, episode was was supposed to be on. The whole Harvey Weinstein and I am going to talk we're, we are going to talk about it next uh, next weekend. Um it's uh, it's uh, it's a long time coming for for stuff like this to be coming out. To, to denounce sexual See, and assault even, and harassment. Even the okay. top, uh, even the top headline right here. I don't know if you guys can see it on here. On you probably can't see it. I probably put it probably closer. Can. But the main headline on here, every time I look on Twitter, is like for example, this one says, "U.S. News: A new report." Details culture of sexual harassment at Vice. You know, Vice, uh, the online uh, okay. online news site. So it was to basically say that is hashtag me too. Uh, I'm not. I'm rough drafting it. Um, basically, if you use hashtag me too, is basically you are also a victim of the sexual assault, sexual harassment that happened to another person. I'm again. I'm I'm just spitballing here because of what, what I'm reading really quick, what I'm glancing at. So basically, hashtag for what I'm understanding is hashtag Me Too is a campaign that's circulated on Twitter, uh, and which encourages survivors of sexual assault and, and harassment to come out to speak out. So I'm, again, I'm not fully invested in the social media part of the news. So if y'all knew about it already. I didn't know, so Google. I'm, I'm just I'm just reading what I read on on Twitter, man. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's it's a lot of stuff that I really don't want to get into right now because uh, there's a lot of stuff to it's, cover. It's just a lot of stuff to cover, and like I said, this was just supposed to be an MMA edition of this show. Um, We're getting to that. We're getting to that, and we'll work out the kings along the way. Not like I said, I'm not Joe Rogan. I'm not Brendan Schaub. Even they talk about. Uh, like Joe Rogan has his MMA edition of the show, his MMA show on JRE, the Big Brown Breakdown for Brendan Schaub. Even they talk about, you know, random stuff on on their podcast. But uh man, this has been a lot of fun. Yeah. For a moment there I thought I've had a little too much to drink. I just started laughing uncontrollably out of nowhere. But uh and I probably will start once again. 
Dude, this was a lot of fun, man. We went over almost two hours, two hours plus. I would stretch it to three hours, man, but I don't think I'd be able to talk by tomorrow. Yeah. I do have another podcast scheduled for tomorrow for those people listening out there on on Facebook Live. And I don't know how loud uh, our voices are for, for the my iPad to pick up. Hopefully, it's being able to pick up quite a little bit. I'll find out after we're done recording this. Um, but again, I am plan. We are planning on, uh, I am planning on making a few extensions to the show and, uh, for the people, it sounds, it sounds good. It sounds pretty good. Yeah. I'm actually, Oh, okay. It's on, I got a little bit of a delay, but it sounds good. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to have to readjust, uh, this for tomorrow. I'm probably going to, and I'm one, what I'm going to do is I'm probably going to broadcast the solo shows from my phone rather than my iPad. Mm. But uh I'll work that out tomorrow. For for those listening on Facebook Live, for those watching on Facebook Live, I will be broadcasting another live show tomorrow afternoon, December twenty fourth, Christmas Eve, twenty seventeen at one PM. You're working Christmas Eve? Hmm? You're working Christmas Eve on a podcast? Oh yeah. Yeah. Look as not as long as I'm not at work, man, this is fun. This is all fun for me. Um, and I actually have the schedule posted on on my on my feeds for all those people that want to tune in. But like I said, for those listening on Facebook Live, and if you are listening to this uh, this episode, you can always reference back to my oh shit to my YouTube channel. Sorry, <laughs> see, we don't edit these things, folks. I don't have a personal engineer to edit this stuff, so I don't have the time. Let's just put it that way. Money. I have a I have a career that I have to tend to. Money. Money. He meant money. Money. Of course. I'm broke right now. So again, uh thank you guys for tuning in to this uh launch of the MMA edition of the Hangout Podcast, our first episode. I will read out the holiday schedule for the remaining of 2017. I'll help you out. For the remainder of 2017, man, I'm butchering my words. Said. Sunday, December 24, 2017 at 1 p.m. I will be launching the music edition of the Hangout Podcast, which, again, I w- you probably could have been a good part of. I should have probably asked you in advance. <laughs> um, where I will be reviewing concerts that I attended to this past year and previewing concerts from the upcoming 2018 year. Um, I will also be throwing in new music that came out during this year that I purchased, uh, music news that, uh, came our way, people that passed away. I don't want to do another, uh, in memoriam like I, like we did last year. That was kind of depressing, wasn't it? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> when we got through, we were like, damn. This, uh, even Randy was, at one point was like, damn, this is kind of depressing. <laughs> a lot of people died this year. But um, I will do like a little tribute for the musicians that passed away for 2017. We had some major losses, man, once again in 2017. So I will be getting into that. Monday, December 25, 2017, Christmas Day. At 1 p.m. The man is working on Christmas Day. Oh, people. yeah, man. If you, if you could call it work, I'm just going to be hanging around at home. Just, you know, 
uh, I probably shouldn't be sipping what I am sipping right now gin for tomorrow. And this is, this, I'm, dude, I'm just getting started. Gin and juice. <laughs> but yes, I will be doing a 2017 TV show review and 2018 TV show preview for Christmas Day. I was thinking of changing it, changing it around. Uh, I might add in documentaries that I've... I might be reviewing documentaries that I've seen in 2017, 2018. There's just so much to cover, man. Just so little time. Too much content. Which is good. Gives you a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. True. And our big end of the year year in review podcast, which has become an annual thing for... I want to say this is the... I want to say it's the third year in a row, but we've actually done this two years in a row because the first one was kind of a companion type of deal. We're still working out the kinks to that, mm-hmm. but this is actually an annual thing now with Randy Canales, with Brian Salazar and yourself and myself. Hey. So it's going to be a packed house for that one, man. I think it's <laughs> gonna Who be knows a, what's going to... It's going to be a lot more fun. <laughs> It's going to be a lot more fun. Dude. La, a lot more we're intake. Having, we're just having uh, fun ourselves right now. I'm over here laughing about hashtag me too, which is not funny at all, <laughs> not folks. Funny at all. <laughs> not funny at all. Not funny at all, folks. But because I didn't know. Yeah. So that's going to be a lot of fun, man. I look I look forward to, to recording that podcast, streaming that podcast live the day before New Year's Eve. So, you know, I'm doing this all in a timely fashion. I I want to have the chance for people to watch this on their off time. And I know people are spending time with their families uh, out of town. Uh, you know, it's the end of the year, man. I'm not doing shit. <laughs> so to be determined, of course, the launch of the movie edition of the Hangout podcast. With my good friend, Brian Salazar. And like I said, like I said earlier in this podcast, man, we could go back and forth about movies all day long. Old movies, new movies. So for this one, we're going to be reviewing movies that came out in 2017 that we actually watched in the theaters. Um, a lot of movies. I don't want to get into it, man, because I, I won't stop talking. <laughs> and we're going to be previewing movies that will be coming out next year, 2018. So that should be a lot of fun. Avengers. Also... <laughs> To be determined, my first ever podcast interview with Gracie Baja, Sugarland Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu professor Brian Marvin. You know, I uh, something popped up on the on the iPad Mini. I'm sure it's still recording. You can probably hit a uh, hit that left the left the uh, option on there. I guess it says not now. Yeah. There you go, folks. I found my 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 engineer. <laughs> I just gotta pay him now to do my work. My own slave. <laughs> Might wanna not say that. Might wanna edit that out. Too late. You don't edit, remember? So I'm really looking forward to, and I've been going back and forth with him. Uh, Professor Brian Marvin, the uh, black belt at Gracie Baja Sugarland. I've had a chance to actually go down to sh- the Gracie Baja in, in Sugarland two times now. I uh, went last Saturday, uh, December 16th, for a 
end of the year party slash seminar slash belt promotion. That was a lot of fun. Thank you, uh, uh, Professor Marvin, for having me down there. And I will be down there to pick up my shirt. Because <laughs> I know you mentioned you had a shirt for me. So I completely forgot. I just uh, brought the food that I brought, uh, the present, and attended the seminar. And it was well on my way because I, I had other things to tend to. Like uh, Christmas shopping. That's Buy that. my own drum kit. <laughs> anyhow, anyhow uh, <laughs> that is also to be determined. I'm still working on a date uh, for that one and a time. I will more than likely be heading down to the gym and probably be recording live from, from there. Uh, might be through my phone. Uh, I'm still trying to work that out. So looking forward to that one. And last but not least, a podcast interview with legendary bass guitarist Rudy Zarzo. I had a chance to meet Rudy back at Comic Palooza. I want to say maybe it was about a year or two ago. And I've been, I'll tweet at him constantly on Twitter every now and then, wish him a happy birthday, happy holidays. And just so happens that I, you know, I hit him up a couple days ago and asked him if he wanted to be on my podcast. Not to say I'm a big podcast, but I did watch uh, the latest documentary that, that he was in called Hired Gun. And he says, sure, let's do it. You know, I'm down for an interview. So I said, hey, man, um, whenever you have time, whenever you schedule permits, just let me know. You know, and we can work it out a date. So legendary bassist from uh, having played with Ozzy, Quiet Riot, White Snake, even uh, Dio at some point. So just a lot of uh, a lot of things to cover, man, and hopefully. Hopefully I can keep this podcast going, man, consistently for an, oh, as a weekly thing or at least as a monthly thing. So because I slacked a lot on it this year. But I know we talked about a lot of stuff on this edition. It had MMA edition. Nothing to do with quote, <laughs> quote unquote. But like I said, for the people listening out there on Facebook uh, and watching, tuning in or who are uh, going to tune in, who are going to tune in. At a later date and time, uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I know I've heard for from countless people that I would have never expected that listen to this podcast say, "Hey, good job, keep it up," and um, hope to have you guys on soon. Uh, again, always feel free to subscribe, follow my social media. Um, feel free to leave a, to leave comments, suggestions, feedback, anything you want, guys. Nothing is off limits. You want to talk about something? You want to cuss me out? You want to criticize? What? Nothing's off, off limit, guys. This is the Hangout Podcast for a reason. We just sit down and hang out and just shoot the shit and have fun. You know, yeah. we talk about our it's, favorite things. It's Not, literally hang out. We just literally yeah, hang yeah. out. We're just hanging out here at, at my place, just drinking it up. Um, nothing is off limit here, folks. Um, I don't censor myself for anything. Of course, there's things that I probably won't talk about. Um, personal things. There are some things that I do want to talk about. Personal things. Again, there's certain personal things that are open to discussion that he that we that we will. Of talk course, about. in a timely manner, yeah. and might be saved up for our last episode, which will be full, uh, filled with uh, shenanigans and debauchery. That's gonna be a long to say the episode. Least. We're probably gonna be banned from Facebook. My Facebook 
uh, page will probably get uh, deleted. <laughs> kidding, folks. Of course, kidding. I'm only kidding. But again, guys, I don't want to keep this going on for too much longer. I know we're up to two and a half hours now. Two and a half hours. Wow. Made the time go by quick, man. We have, and again, we still have a lot to cover. But I'm gonna leave it at that. Um, again, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I will see you guys tomorrow. Whoever wants to tune in to watch my first ever solo podcast and uh i'll see you then adrian thanks a lot for coming over and you know doing this thing last minute i know i texted you last night and uh, <laughs> you agreed to come on over and yeah. just hang out for a little bit yeah thanks for so having you, me it's you had nothing to do so i literally well in the morning yeah afterwards i have nothing to do so uh thanks for having me uh i'll be tuning in for tomorrow uh, I'll be tuning in for the upcoming ones. I'm, I'll be here for the end of the end of the year one. Uh, hopefully, you guys tune into that one too. I'll, I can't wait to be here with you and uh, Brian and Randy. Uh, just get more in depth with all the different topics that it, that we're gonna talk about. So, thank Adri- you, Adrian. Feel free to leave any comments or suggestions for tomorrow's show because <laughs> I'm sure I don't know if people are gonna leave any on here, but you know, for the people watching on Facebook, of course. Yeah. Again, man, thank you for coming over. Thanks, guys, for tuning in, and I'll see you guys soon. Thanks for listening. Peace.